Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. On this week's episode of It's a Bit, we bring in Ben Lieber into the studio who used to play in the NFL. He announces college football. He does a lot with K-Fan, just an awesome all-around guy. We give you our bits of the week. We introduce a new bit called the Craigslist Cringe, just all the weird people on Craigslist doing weird shit. It's just it's just a great conversation to have. And we finish it all off with our Super Bowl prediction. All that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's a Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes, 10,000 10, 10, Takes, featuring JJ, Boss Man, and Wags, who I've heard are pretty fucking cool. 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. I am your host, Boss Man. We're joined here by journalist Jake and Wags, the two guys who showed up to work for the first time in a month. Guys, welcome back to the show. You you, you made me you made me fight for what Kevin Fallness will call the, the B team. We had Bubba. Not, no insult to you, Cam. Cam is actually here, so I don't want to talk to you. He called you a B team. Cam, Cam is the A squad. Just he's, like, he's just in the background of the A squad, but he's always part of the A team. Yeah, well... It was funny, Fallness's words. He said, You gave really Ben Lieber gets the A team, but you gave me the B team, which was Bubba having chicken sandwiches in his pocket, which is actually the whole tweet is accurate. That, that so, is accurate. I respect Fallness for saying that too. He came out and he spoke the truth. Yeah, he did. Now, no, there were no lies detected. No, I saw that and I was listening to that and I also saw the clip. Now, was that a bit or did Bubba legitimately just store a no, fucking chicken sandwich. Yeah. You didn't see that? No, I no, saw no, it. it I just real. don't know if, like, was that, was that, like, something that was, like, I'm going to just pull, pull this out in front of Kevin halfway through the show just because it's funny. Or he was hungry. But I, I, I legitimately sometimes, doesn't hey, sometimes surprise Sometimes it's me. not a bit. Sometimes you just do weird shit and the camera happens to be on you. He just he was hungry, pulled it out, end of the story. It's like, where did you get that? I stored it in here. I'm a fucking bear in hibernation. <laughs> Yeah, that's no, but that's completely accurate. You know, how squirrels like over the winter time they'll store a bunch of nuts all over the place, or they'll uh, that's a whole hibernation thing. That's basically what he did, but for a podcast with Kevin Fallness. So yeah, bears hibernate. Bubba keeps chicken sandwiches in his fucking pocket to pull out. Were they a quick trip a chicken quick, sandwiches? Yeah, yep. he loves Not the quick a trip. Not a sponsor yet. 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 Also, there were, they will ta- be. there were talks about the CDC potentially sponsoring the podcast last week, so I don't want to close the door on that. But, gentlemen, to get to our show here, we do our bit of the week. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to what – oh, there's a new rating in. Uh, we're the most non-kid-friendly podcast in America. We were awarded the funniest. Uh, we were also awarded the, the most popular and now the least kid-friendly. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? I just I – just, uh, I delivered that about a minute ago. Um, well, I don't know if we can be the least kid friendly until we bring Alex Jones on, but we're close. Okay. That's yeah. Why, well, Jake? I feel like you bring up Alex Jones too much. Your brain is Dude. your brain is Bubba, Alex Jones, 
South Dumb Park, and D- South Park, Ace Ventura, and the Gophers. So pretty much, your mind is just like, like, like a compilation of the, the most ridiculous people in the universe. So it's like, yeah, it's Bubba, it's Alex Jones, it's South Park, it's Family, Jim guys. Carrey, what a, what a spread. Jim Carrey. Anyways, sorry, crazy people. I'm gonna go full circle on that. This is the bit of the week we give you guys kind of our relatable, you know, repeatable type weird, funny, interesting thing that happens, and you know, everything in life's a bit. So that's how we that's how we pose the question. I'm gonna start you off, Wags. What is your bit this week? Well, my bit this week, boys, is the two episodes in one week bit. This is going to be the very first week where we're going to have two episodes of the It's a Bit podcast. Obviously, today, we're going to have the one and only Ben Lieber on Minnesota Vikings legend. Let's yeah. get that straight. But tomorrow, we're going to have uh, Kristen Call or Crawl? Kirsten Crawl. Kirsten, Kirsten Crawl. Exactly. And it's she, a tongue twister. We're off to a hot start. She's we not are, here yet. We are. She's not here yet, but she'll be here tomorrow to record the episode. She works for the Minnesota Wild. She does, uh, what, what's the show? Wild Weekly? Something. Wild something? Amplified, Wild I believe Amplified. it is. Yep. Wild Amplified. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, that It's going to be our first time doing two episodes in a week, and we're pretty excited to have her on. Yeah. Jake? Yeah. No, the... Uh, the two weeks, uh, the two episodes in one week. You know, we're not gonna fully commit to doing that every week. So, don't don't get your hopes up. We are still very busy guys. So, you know, we're gonna try to get as many episodes as we out as we can out a week. Sometimes there's two. Sometimes there's one. Sometimes there might not be any because we get murdered in Vegas. Speaking of getting murdered in Vegas, we're bringing Bubba with us there. Jake, what's your bit this week? Yeah. So, have any of you ever been stuck in an elevator? Well, I was last night, uh, Sunday night. With the one and only Bubba. And if you don't know who Bubba is and you're like listening to this for the first time, just just go on our page at 10K Takes, wherever. You're going to see him. He's the big guy. Good old hockey game. His tits are out and he's throwing in chew when it's like negative 10 degrees. So that's who Bubba is. Yeah, that's that guy. So we're at, we were, well, we were at your apartment, Jack, uh, on Sunday. And, you know, we went out for some drinks, did some work for the bit and, you know, watched the wild game. And we were leaving your apartment from floor floor for Floor four. The fourth floor. The fourth floor but on it's the also fourth floor, floor, floor. On floor four. On the fourth floor. On the yeah. fourth floor. Yeah. But me and Bubba are leaving. I knew it was a kind of a mistake, you know, just to leave with him in general because he's already yelling shit down the hallway outside of your apartment. Yep. Obviously just cussing well, and keep, shit. Keep in mind, this is like 1030 on a Sunday yep. night. Yes, this is not ideal time to be yelling no. horrible language. And no. And, and don't correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't there like legitimate families? With Lots of children. children? Yep. Yes. Yep. Live right I mean, as if Bubba wasn't already negatively impacting America's minds. On the internet, he did it here as well. So Yes, and it, it got even worse than that because I decided to go in the elevator with him knowing how crazy he is. And mind you, he is about a 370 or 380-pound man. He's nearing 400 pounds. He's nearing 400 yeah. pounds. He has literally said one of his goals in his life is to be my, on my 600-pound life, which is gotta, not good. But you have to have goals, though, right? <laughs> yeah, a goal's a goal, I guess. I mean, if it's good for him. There's no. If you don't have goals I, in life, I can't then, then discriminate. You know, what is life? Where's the purpose? So at least Bubba, whether it's a good goal or a bad goal, they do exist. But anyways, carry on. He So yeah, carry on. Sorry, I had to do that. My chemical wow. romance. Sorry, I'm sorry. Jake, Stop. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, though. Carry it's been, been kind of nice, was... Jake, that you've not been on the podcast the last There's no random years. spouts. There's no random spouts just like that that happened. I have a story about a random spouts, but I'll get on the. I'll get whatever You're doing that in the elevator, later. so it all ties together. No, anyways, whatever. Go back to the elevator. But no, we're going in the elevator. And I'm walking in there. I'm like, you know, they just have a weird feeling. He, 
He's stupid. And like I said, he's 380 pounds. He always tries to do the stupid bit that we do when we're kids when you try to jump when the, when the when the elevator hits the hits the floor cuz you think you're like the next floor. gravity. Yeah. But one he did it way before we stopped at the fir- well he, first off from the fourth floor down to, through the second floor he tried jumping like three times like held him down like it's like stop. the power tower of Valley Yes. Fair. I'm like dude you're going to break this shit stop doing it don't do it then I I stopped we're almost at floor 1 I'm like he's not going to do it whatever just fucking jumps before we right before we get to floor 1 and just elevator stops I see the <laughs> I see the down arrow on the screen go away I'm like oh maybe we're at floor 1 the door's going to open here any second doesn't open I'm like you fucking idiot. We we just got stuck in the elevator. We're stuck in the elevator. Because if something you did, right when I'm yelling, I'm like, dude, you just, you got us fucking So He's like, don't put this on me, motherfucker. Don't put <laughs> this on just, me. He just blatantly did it. He oh, just, this was seconds after he just jumped. A 400-pounder is jumping four times in an elevator from floor four the to fourth one. floor. Yeah. The number four is very consistent well, in the story. I just realized that. He, yeah, because he barely jumped a few times, so I stopped him. But this last time, he just used... It was probably a thousand pounds of brute force because if his he there he jumped and just I could see him push his legs down too as he was going down and just doom, like it stopped. Up. We've all been in the elevator like all four of us, including Bubba, <laughs> when he's jumped before and it's all been a joke. Was this different than the other time, Jake? Yes, this was this was this was like heavy. Like I saw him not only jump, I saw him push his legs down. It's probably the most like athletic. Just, it's probably the most athletic move he's made in years for so. sure. I was impressed by that for a millisecond. I'm like, oh my god, dude, this is just not the time or place right now. We're <laughs> stuck on a Sunday night. Got to work tomorrow. This is not what I want to be doing. And he's sitting there like, don't put this on me, motherfucker. So we have to call the emergency button and all that shit. And they they ask if there's a medical emergency. I almost wanted to say there was just be, just to get the hell out of there, but we. Yeah, the, the, the man in the elevator inhaled two foot longs at Subway before getting in, so I would call it a medical emergency. Yeah, I, I almost should have said like, yeah, the, we have a guy who's like has a hernia. I mean, he needs <laughs> that surgically removed. Medical it's emergency. True. Yeah, it's true. It's, but it's facts. Fortunately, didn't say it was a medical emergency, so we had to wait in there for like an hour and a half. I would say a little over an hour. I think to, just sitting in this small elevator with Bubba, who's already fucking crazy in general. He's just yelling shit. He's trying to fight me at one point in there. He's like, let's do something. I'm bored. You got any money? I'm like, no, stop. Let's do rock, paper, scissors. No, stop. We need to establish a piss corner. That's what he said right away. <laughs> I'm like, dude, dude, just fucking stop. And then I don't know if you've seen anybody, anybody seen Impractical Jokers. There was like an episode where Sal got fucking... They did a prank. He's claustrophobic, so he got locked in, like, an elevator, and he was, like, bringing that up and just laughing. I'm like, dude, you, you know, just stop. Like, this is kind of funny, but, like, this is just – I, I want to go home and go to bed. And and then he, then, then he has the audacity to start getting impatient and saying, this is bullshit. This is such bullshit. He starts my, pounding my on the elevator paid door. for these first responders. Where the fuck are I'm they? I'm like, dude. These poor firefighters. I told him. To, yeah, so – I'll spoil the news. After Jake told me the news that they were actually, in fact, locked in there for over an hour and a half, I looked out of my window. There's two fire trucks with their sirens on outside of my apartment and two cop cars. And I'm like, imagine that these fire trucks and these police cars had to, had to, you know, there's more important things they could probably be doing. At least the firefighters are probably just hanging out waiting for a call for someone to, I don't know, be dying in a fire. No, a fat kid jumped in an elevator. Actually, a fat, full-grown adult jumped in an elevator like Not a 10-year-old. Like, like yep. No, legitimately. And, and had to disrupt everything happening in Apple Valley for, for however long it took to... and. From what I heard, getting you guys out was not an easy task. No, so what? Yeah, I felt bad that whoever had to show up, 
And two, Bubble was confident that we're no, we're at the we're at floor one. The door just won't open. Sure enough, they they, they it took them like five ten minutes to pry the door open. I see the I see the door halfway opening, and then finally they open up, and they just look. They're looking up at us. We're not even the half top half of the elevator still in the so shaft. You're, so you're in the top basement. half's down. No, we were we were just above the first floor. Oh. Between two and one. Between gotcha. between two and one, but we were almost at one. But the bottom half of the elevator, like we had to duck down because the shaft we're still in the fucking sh- elevator shaft or whatever. And they're just looking up at us, and I know damn all they just saw Bubba, and they're like, oh, okay, this explains it. Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna put two and two together, but so, uh, so can you? What were their faces like when they saw you? Were they it, it was, so when they opened it up, they just kind of. Like there was like there was like a little bit of a, a nod or a stare, like not at me, but definitely at at uh, because they're probably curious. Who are some fuckers that get stuck in an elevator on a Sunday night? They're like they're probably curious. And they see this fucker, they're like, they, you know, they're, they're ta- like, saying this, shit. This guy jumped or something. Yeah. Well, what's funny about or that he just is should not be taking the elevator. I'm like, because there was a cop there, and he was kind of like, it's like he was kind of weirdly staring at us, but we just kind of like, thanks guys and walked out of there. But I told Bubba like, if they ask about what happened, I'm not fucking talking because if. It, like, I'm not going to say, like, I don't know what happened. Because if you're doing all the talking and say it just got stuck or whatever, because if I talk, I'm going to say this fucker jumped. I just thought of this. We have a friend at the take who was in that police department. If he would have been called out there and saw it was Bubba, he would have, like, lost his shit. Like, I'm, he would have been I'm laughing his ass with off. This guy, he would have been laughing. The firefighters would be like, what? Like, he'd be like, oh, I know that this guy's a clown. Well, what's funny, too, is, is, is like I mentioned, the, the elevator wasn't totally on the first floor. So you if it down below like we could have easily fell down into the pit below so they had to help us off and kind of Dude. carry us off out of the thing and they had to pull fucking they made bubba get down on his butt like, on the Aah! on the floor and pull him out and it, it was just it was not a good Dude. sight i'm like dude this is this is a waste I, of their time I would pay so much money to see bubba getting dragged out yep his, oh his 400 pound ass he dragged out by firefighters they, in an elevator they told him all right you guys need to sit down your butt right here and we'll we'll kind of help you out and he's like he looks at me okay and it was just <laughs> Like this, like, but, this but is so stupid. This is your fault, Bubba. This this is a hundred. I you, said I, immediately when he called me and told me he got stuck. I'm like, why? Because I jumped. I go, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, and I hung up. He, he, I'm like, it's your problem now. That's what you get for being a moron. And, and, and then I was just like, I was just sitting there at one point, just like, oh, this is just, I'm, this is so fucking stupid. And he's like, Jay, calm the fuck down. Blah, blah. I'm like, Alex, this was 120% preventable. This is all your fault. Don't Jay, put this on me, motherfucker. JJ, me and you have known Bubba since middle school. Jack has known him maybe for two years now. And I think we can all say that we've had multiple experiences of Bubba putting us in a really bad spot. Yeah, he's like a psychopath. A really multiple. bad spot. And, and a lot I of talked to him on the phone that. today. I did call him a psycho. He FaceTimed me in the middle of the day. I just, the first minute was me shaking my head, and he's just giggling. And I'm like, do you feel any remorse for the fact that first responders had to come to your aid and and whoever whoever answers that emergency call in the elevator had to contact the first responders, explain the situation, and then someone has to fix the elevator because you know that's fucked from the guy like that jumping in it. It's, they're not built for that. And I'm like, all these people had had to to take time out of their night. This is not like it was like you know business hours. This is like ten o'clock on a on a Sunday night when most people are in bed, you know, trying to get ready for the work week. And he just like looks at me and starts laughing. No, I don't care. I'm like, and I looked at him straight in the face on FaceTime. I'm like, you are a psychopath. The fact that you do not feel any emotion from that, and you you have not learned your lesson, you are a crazy person. Yeah, he's like, like he was, like I mentioned, he was like, if they ask about it, I'm not fucking paying for this. I'm like, well, I'm not paying for it. I'm if they find out like that, I, 
if they do ask about that and come down to it, I'm gonna fucking call you out. But, fucking idiot. But here, but okay. So Bubba stresses us out so much, but God, he's the funniest person I met in my entire life. The, yep. Like I was too. This was too funny for me to be mad about. Like I was, were a little worried at first that I was gonna get in shit with my apartment building because, like, if they find out you guys are my friends and There's you're nothing, disrespecting yeah. shit, that could come back on me as like as the tenant of the building. And so that's why I was a little concerned at first, but I thought it was way too funny. I'm like, I don't even fucking care. That's a hilarious story. I don't think they're honestly like if there's no camera, as long as there's no cameras in there, which I knew there wasn't. Like they're just gonna think it broke down. Like you mentioned, it's broken down a few times. Now that I think about this, is pure evidence. So yeah, you can use it in a court case. This is pure evidence. Damn it, damn it! But it's still not on you. It's on Bubba. It's not on 10K. It's on one singular person. Please, um, what's your apartment complex? It's Gabella at Parkside in Apple Valley. Please sue Bubba. Thank you. Please charge him. Invoice him. He needs to learn a lesson. Charge him a fuck. And uh, that elevator was fucked. I'll, I'll yeah. just say one last thing. I don't oh, like when okay. they showed up. To his credit, I did ride it today, and it seemed fine. So, oh, you, oh yeah, you were so okay. Maybe, maybe it was a little blip. I, I, I was worried he I, caused structural damage to it, and I very much enjoy taking the elevator see, as an overweight. Well, he might have, and they just had to fix it so damn quick, though. Like they probably did all took all their resources and money into it to do it. He might have really fucked it up, but they can't, you know. They can't leave it not functionable. Yeah. But all I know is they, they showed up like, okay, guys, oh, we'll get out in like a minute. It's like 15 minutes later, I could hear him talking about oh, shit. Like they were, they were, they had to reset the elevator. We saw the numbers and all the lights shut off. Not, not the lights to light it up, but like the light up the numbers and shit and the buttons like that all shut down. It took them like 20, 15, 20 minutes to finally open the damn door. I'm never riding in an elevator with him. No, no, me neither. I, I will take. We could be going to the fucking Eiffel Tower, and I'll take the stairs. The, the funniest part is, Jack, you already have, like, a rule where yep. you will not be in a car with Jake Mm-mm. and Bubba at the same time. Nope. It's hilarious, because we're always at your apartment with you, and, like, the whole gang is with you. It's going to be so funny when we all show up to the elevator, and you're like, nope, you yeah. go first, yeah. and we tell, all are waiting until you're done. So, like, we went, down, we went down to Diamond Joe's. We all could have fit in one car, casino, and I made Bubba drive separate. Not going to happen. Because I... Was in a car with him and Jake at the same time one time, and I'm like, that's the last time I'm ever doing that. And I don't Jake. care if it inconveniences people; it's not we're, we're done doing that. Now it's like, yeah, another added rule. If I'm in a if I'm in an elevator with Bubba, I'll find stairs. I'll take the stairs. Maybe I'll learn how to fly. You know, we'll we'll figure out a, an alternative solution to that. And Jake, let's be honest; you definitely add on to whatever is going on with Bubba. As soon as he sees you, whatever is going on with him is multiplied by a thousand. Yeah, yep. He's, yep. Gonna he's really bad around me. So, he's going to be more funny. He's going to be more pissed off. All three of those things are going to happen to him. Well, he was already doing he was already doing shit before I got in the elevator. Like he was hitting me with his fucking keys and shit. He was trying to like punch me, and then he starts jump. He's having an episode in the elevator. It's yep. like the. He doesn't think that the elevator was legitimately going to break down with his fucking weight. So, kids, if you get Gosh. anything out of this bit, out of the elevator bit, just don't jump in elevators. Uh, and that's <sighs> that's kind of all we can tell you. All right, my bit, not as funny as that one, because that's probably the funniest thing that's happened in 2021 so far, is uh, the swear on the air bit. Jonas Brodeen got the overtime goal last night against the, uh, against the Colorado Avalanche. It's a 1-1 series now. Got the Geno in overtime and just dropped an F-bomb on the uh, post game with Kevin Gorg. So that was fucking hilarious. So, Jack, let me just really quick. Uh, we're all looking at the same document here. Jake, Jake are, are you seeing how yeah, we spell don't, Jonas Brody? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> it's just, I'm sorry. No, I'm a horrible speller as well. But that's, that's the funniest spelling of Jonas Brodin I've ever seen. Jonas. Jonas Broden. Jonas 
Broden. Jonas Broden. So I was listening to the Jonas Brothers while I was doing my research. <laughs> Jonas Brodin. But see, as long as I know how to interpret, this isn't a blog. This is a voice thing. As long as I can interpret that and say it correctly with my voice, who fucking cares? No, I knew what you were talking about as soon as I like saw the spelling. But that was like the most hilarious yeah. spelling of Jonas Brodin I've yeah. ever Jonas. seen. Well, you know, Zane, some guys don't have time to worry about shit like that. I'm one of them. Uh, Fucking. I was going to put him in the honorary member uh, 10K Hall of That's Fame. That's what he said. Along with uh, Tom Brenneman, Burt Blylevin, who actually blazed the trail for dropping an F-bomb on an FSN program. True. So credit to Burt. Uh, and now Jonas, Jonas Brodine. Did I, sp- oh, actually, I, spell- I think I spelled it right the second time. I, 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 I want right? to talk to you. How, how come you spelled it right the second time, but the first one Dude, is so I couldn't brutal? Broden. We got Broden and Brodine. I- Broden. I think fifty percent is good for me with spelling, so I'll take that. I don't know if we can put Brodine in the, in the group with all those guys because I don't know. He's a hockey player. He's having a good time out there. He's feeling it after overtime win. Let him say fucking here and there. You know, I you mean? remember uh, Corey Crawford when uh, the fucking Chicago Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup. He was like, "Fucking right, Chicago." Well, yeah, and if and if now you, look at him now. If you win no, the Stanley Cup, you that. deserve to say the f bomb on on air. If you win, if you win in overtime. Especially against the Avalanche, you deserve to say the f bomb on air. So you know what, I I will take that him out of the 10K Hall of Fame until he becomes announcer an announcer and does it again. So we'll we'll hold off. We'll make him an honorary member for now as an athlete. So for sure, we, we got to add to that. We got to have more Minnesota athletes swearing on TV. It's just going to happen. It's well, normalize swearing in the workplace. Normalize swearing on TV. You know, yeah. one day before we're all dead, which after Vegas with Bubba and the elevator story, it might be sooner than later. We need to see swearing on on, on sports pro- programming, so we'll push for that. Anyways, we're gonna move into our next segment here, a new segment. the uh, The Craigslist cringe is the name of the segment. If you don't, if if you kids that are younger, God, hopefully not listening to this. If you're a young kid, but if you're younger and you don't know what Craigslist is, Craigslist is a disgusting place that someone with a minor in web development wrote back in probably in the 90s, early 2000s. I don't even know how long Craigslist has been around, but it's basically a free place to exchange things. You, you can buy things, you can sell things, you can trade things. Uh, the UI is in black and white. User interface is black and white. Uh, there's like prostitutes that can be on, found on there. There's just people just taking pictures with shit naked. I think moral, selling. moral of the story is if you don't know what Craigslist is, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Yeah, so it's it's basically the ugly stepchild of eBay. And that's saying a lot because eBay is even questionable. Very, very ugly stepchild. But anyway, so, so this bit is we all spent some time today digging our way through Craigslist, the, especially the Minneapolis version. You know, I think if we were to go nationwide and do things that we saw around the country, it'd be too easy. But we wanted to do ones that were close to home, close to us. And we found the weirdest shit that people were giving away for free on Craigslist, and we each came up with one. So, Wags, do you want to kick us off on the first Craigslist cringe? Yes, on the free section of the Hennepin County <laughs> Craigslist page, this one person is offering you a free copy of... Of the commission, free of the commission of the huh? uncensored history of the nine eleven investigation, and not only that, he will leave it on the trunk of his car for you to pick up. So, if you guys really want to get educated about nine eleven and about um, the cover up that the government has done, yeah, this guy right here is offering you an opportunity of a lifetime. Not only do you get to go to his house to get a free book, you can pick it up off of his trunk, yeah, for free. What do Where you does he live? Where does he live? He left a legitimate address He's not intellectual. here. <laughs> he de- I'll, I'll give you the zip code, 55333. 
5-5391. Sorry, sorry, I'm there tomorrow. 55391. Five, so that's the zip code. That's my I, kind of guy. So I'd also like to point out the fact that he said not replying to emails and would appreciate if you email me. Though when it is gone, so I can delete the ad. So first off, every night he's leaving. He doesn't want you to email him, but he wants you to email him if you took it off his car. Can you, uh, can you imagine doing that? Putting something on the trunk of your car every single night, just in case. Waiting for someone up? to basically steal it from a, a cesspool well, of the internet. He's he's probably also sneakily like watching it all night too to see who would come by and actually grab this, or he's like he wants to find a fe- he's using it as bait to find a fellow conspirator him, the, the, himself. Yeah, like well, what like, I was gonna hey, say with the no, him? the no email and the, the pickup location being a trunk, I think he's worried that you're going to conspire against him in, in another form of his life to to, right. to gain that conspiracy knowledge. He's worried that there's going to be conspiracy deception. So I think he's just kind of covering his bases with the pick it up off the trunk of my car, don't contact me, tell me when you did steal it or get it for free so that I can delete the email. I think he's kind of just worried that you're going to conspire against him. Or maybe he's we're, maybe, maybe we're looking at it all wrong. Maybe he just really wants to educate the public about what really happened on September 11th, 2001. He's will. He's so willing. He'll give it away for free. Dude, he, he'd, be, he'd, be, he'd be like, "This is priceless." Can you imagine? This is priceless Can you information. He's like, "Yeah, well, he his car gets stolen. He's reporting it to the cops. He's like, "Well, my car got fucking stolen because I told people on Craigslist to pick it up off the trunk of my car. <laughs> they just stole my fucking car. They just stole it with it. That wasn't part uh, of my ad." Oh my god! And guys, if you really want to read this book, go for it. It's going to tell you how the Bush or how the Clinton um, administration um, conspired uh, to kill Osama bin Laden nice. before Damn. Obama did. So there's a lot of crazy jet shit fuel going. melts steel beams. Isn't that the bit with Appar- the conspiracy? Apparently, yeah. They uh, it's a lot of shade at the Bush administration. We'll just say that. Not a conspiracy show, Jake. What do you got for the Craigslist cringe? I got uh, free food. Free food. There's free food. If you're hungry on Craigslist, if you're hungry, shelters. It's given away on Craigslist. Yeah, just go on Craigslist if you want fucking food. Right, right. I mean, it's not a. It's it's definitely clean shit. I would I would assume like it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's no one poisoned it. No one's trying to create some weird experiment and follow you after you eat, pick up their food. It's free food. This is coming from Farmington, Minnesota. They have fruit cups, veggie trays, margarine, a few cheese sticks, and we'll probably have other items as well. Oh, none of those things expire fast. Yeah, not not at all. So I mean, who knows how long this has been around? But if you're hungry, go get some free food in Farmington, Minnesota. Yeah, fuck, fuck trying to go and like beg people for money like downtown. Just go on Craigslist, look for fucking free food. Mm-hmm. There's nothing tampered or wrong with this food, or we don't. It, it's still fresh for all we know. That that's just that's just, uh, uh, dude. Can you imagine the people that show up to this? If I put an ad out on Craigslist, I got free food. I don't even want to know the uh, kind of people that show up to that. Well, most parents teach their kids not to not to take any food from strangers, and especially that's free. What, what that's I've just learned, so weird. What I've learned from this segment is like, why do we need the government, right? Because people are giving out free nine eleven books, yeah, free food, yeah, like they, they, like anything you could ever want all on the internet. Life, yeah, it's right there on Craigslist. Craigslist is decentralized. Exactly. Yeah. Craigslist is the savior. Craigslist is our new government. You know. So. <laughs> Another lesson for lesson for kids. Like I said, hopefully kids aren't listening. Do not buy free food on Craigslist, even if it's free. Well, I don't know why well, I said you, buy you can't buy it's free contra- food. That's contradicting myself. I'm hey, sure. maybe we're a good Samaritans. Cocktails. Wait, boys, we forgot to say what we're drinking. Okay, I'm, what know, are we drinking? No, I'm putting that to rest. I got to stop bringing that up. It's a good funny bit, though. I'm not going to lie. There's at least three to five movies on Hallmark or Lifetime Channel that is probably titled "The Craigslist Killer." So maybe stay away from Craigslist. Oh, true that bit. 
That's not a funny thing. Or actually, so I uh, went to school at a little place called M.W. Savage in Savage, Minnesota, when I was a youngin. And um, one of the Craigslist killers, so to speak, put out a Craigslist ad about two blocks away from my uh, elementary school. And he shot a bitch when she showed up. Uh, he chopped her up and shit, too. Bad. He did, yeah. It's fucked up. And he actually threw his phone away in our one of our school dumpsters. Wow. So That's, he's near your school. So he yeah. did the Tom Brady bit with ditching the cell <laughs> yes, phone. Yes, he Tom Brady the phone, but it was an actual murder case. So, yes. all right. That's all right. horrible. <laughs> Don't, Craigslist just, is a don't, gr- don't this is the first time I've been on Craigslist in like years was just for this bit. This not, was the first time I've ever been on Craigslist. Really? Yeah, I remember yeah. I, I was like, oh, this is why I haven't been on this site since twenty eighteen. So. Just buy some sport tickets on there. Boss man. What? Wait, really? Yeah, what? Yeah. Well my dad would. That's I, I, I mean I mean, no, you you a lot of people I mean this is more like ten, fifteen, almost twenty years ago, so it must maybe more oh, common. Yeah, so Craigslist was probably still a good place back yeah, then. Yeah, so you, you go on a section where sports tickets and good intent. A lot of people would sell their if they had season tickets, they would they would sell a a game, you know, a night on there. They would get they'd sell their tickets for fifty bucks a pop or whatever. Yeah. So okay. I don't know. So yeah, so my my Craigslist cringe is decorative Spanish swords. Here's the description they gave. Conquistador style has Spanish on one side. I don't know what that means. That's an entire country. Uh, designs and wildlife on the other side. Handle is carved with an eagle head. Metal handle, metal blade. But here's the thing, though. The ad is not trustworthy. They forgot to include how much sex I'll be having by owning these swords. That's true. So I'm only one fireplace away, one bottle of wine, and one bear rug away from just getting laid by every girl on the planet. So I don't trust it because Are you they, didn't, sure about they didn't provide that? that in a number. Uh, I, you know, I, if I'm getting free swords, I need to know how much I'll be getting laid. So that was the only reason I was a little hesitant on this. Do you think the guy, when you show up, he's going to, like, want a duel? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, right man. Right. You, I'll you, give you the you, swords, you but you got to work for it. It's like, oh, shit. Uh, hey, you want a duel quick? Uh, I'm wearing tight pants. Can I just take – can I just – I have some sweats in the car. <laughs> can I throw those on so I'm a little more mobile? Dude, Jack, I guarantee you show up and it's just fucking Andy. Jesse, oh, it Jesse. might be. That actually, he bit. might be the one selling the swords. Exactly. Uh, Andy. I did have an honorable us. mention as well. Uh, there Uh-oh. was a guy giving away like 10 empty Jack Daniels bottles. Shout out. Now, these are cool decorations, man. I get that. But there's something way more satisfying by you drinking a lot of them in a short amount of time. Like, that's kind of the, the pride of having an empty bottle collection is like, yeah, like I had a summer in college. That's like what I did. So, I mean. I don't know. It's not as cool if it's some other dude drank all the bottles. So I did see this on Craigslist, too. I thought you guys might have included it already. But do you guys see that once used ketchup on Craigslist? Wait, used ketchup? Once used. Oh, it was only used once. Is it like a, 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 like a squeezable container? Yeah, or? It was like in Shakopee, Minnesota. That's just weird. It said, <laughs> it said you can have it for free. Use one squirt on a hot dog once is what it said. And I thought one of you guys already took it, so I took another one. No. Well, so that's that, another honorary mention. Yes, yes. That's another that one. is so odd. Ketchup that was used one time. Why not just fucking keep it or just throw it away? Why do you have to give it out away? Because I guarantee you the, perp- the person is uh, some sort of uh, predator. Yeah, they're drugging the yes. ketchup or something. <laughs> they're waiting for someone Yeah, to what great up. bait, though, to try to, like, lure someone in. And oh, ketchup? some roofling and throw it in ketchup. I'm going to – or he's just trying to, like, fuck with somebody. I threw some shit in that ketchup. Something's going to happen to him tonight. He's going to have a trip of his life, of man. They're going to have the shits. Well, well you're, but don't you want to, like, see that to, like, you know, laugh? Oh, yeah, fucking think of that. Whatever, dude. It's fucking hilarious. I remember there's like, this like, YouTube a stoner video. Dude. This guy – plug joe senegato used to just cover how horrible of a place craigslist was he found like a mattress someone was giving away for free they're like free king mattress but grandma died on it it's like 
You don't need to include that in the description. Why include that? Why would you're you trying to that? get rid of a piece of furniture? Well, let's keep the negativity away from it. That's people. It's just going to turn. People I'm not going to lie though. Always, if someone died on a piece of furniture that I was about to buy, I would appreciate the heads up. Yeah. Well, and, or actually, you know what Bubba should do? You know, obviously he doesn't have the uh, the ability to find places to ghost hunt. He should buy old old property that people died on, and then he can you know have the Ouija board summon the Ouija board bit. Summon the demons. Exercise the demons. All right, this—that's huh. Craigslist. Don't don't go on Craigslist. Except for us, because we'll find you we'll, the funny we'll shit. It, we'll do it for the bit. Yeah, free we'll food, Spanish you. swords, and nine eleven conspiracy books. That you have to pick off someone's trunk, which you're probably just going to get tased or shot when you show up to that guy's house. And yeah, you might never. He, he breathe actually might have. He might. He might have forgot that he did the ad, and then you might like go to his car, and he's like, "This guy's trying to steal my car," and he just kills you. Like, oh fuck! Oh very, yeah, he was here with like conspiracy videos. Well, let's fuck. be let's be honest. If you guys are like done with the book and you know you're not going to read it again, a good place for that book would be the trash. I would not be putting out Craigslist well, ads for people to come take off the trunk of my fucking. Or car. you know how they do like book exchanges? Maybe you put it on your trunk and then someone else takes it off it, and then it's kind of like a and they leave a Playboy. Yeah, or the, or they leave another book. Okay, yeah, it's I like know. a book it's exchange, a, book exchange bed. Craigslist. So I would take. A Another conspiracy bit. You could leave a. You take the. You take the nine eleven book. I just want an Illuminati book and leave a exchange. JFK book. Oh, right? leave a JFK book, dude. An, okay, leave so, so another ten k business idea. Let's do a conspiracy book exchange. But the only rule is you have to leave it on your trunk for the next person to pick up. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Let's do it. And then the we, trunk. We bit. collect a small so, fee. So we'll all start on uh, Jake's car. Jake, give your address for everyone. Yeah, yeah, and then your your uh, your vehicle, and then your license plate. Yeah, and your everything. Mother, and your mother's maiden name. And my social security also number. Your credit card because I yep. need a new couch. Yep. Let's do all that right now. Uh, that's only in our bonus episode. Uh, you got to pay five ninety nine a month for that ten k premium. Five. Uh, that's in our bonus episode. 10K premium. That's five hundred ninety nine dollars a month, right? Yes. Yep. yep. Five hundred ninety nine dollars a month. You can hear all my information if you pay for that shit. Pays the bills. All right. The we have Ben Lieber coming in the studio. We're gonna cut to that interview after a short break. Could you chug a beer better than Aaron Rodgers? I could shotgun a beer better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it kind of showed his Cali flavor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He couldn't even get through one. Are you kidding me? Yeah. These refs are just way too good, dude. There's something wrong here. They're calling everything. She got Kirk Cousins. I'm undercover right now. Uh, Kirk Cousins, you're a good guy, all right? Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Uh, God bless. Jesus loves you. And uh... All right, want to welcome you guys back to the It's a Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Very special guest today on the episode, former NFL football player for the Vikings, the Chargers, and the Rams, also does college football announcing, and is on KFAN. Ben Lieber goes by Nacho Lieber. Is that your nickname? Sure. Yeah. Not a lot of people call me Nacho other than my, my teammates, but uh, yeah, we can go with that. Well, I, I think it's your Twitter handle, right? That's about as far as my knowledge went on that. Yeah. How'd you get that nickname, by the way, Nacho? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jared Allen gave it to me um, when he got to the team in what 2007. Um, you know, out of nowhere, he just started calling me Nacho for Nacho Libre. <clears throat> and, yeah. uh, okay, I hear. You it. know, we all like we all joked around about the movie, and the funny thing is, like, I I've only seen the movie like once, so I'm not even a huge fan. But yeah. then when I, when the nickname picked up. Um, everybody thought it was because I was like a big fan. So people like even other teammates would like throw out movie quotes. And I'm like, I, I, I got nothing. Like they're like, that movie is Jack black, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh with Jack black. I'm like, 
Miss Jack Black. I don't know. They're like, well, why do you why do you have that nickname if you're not like a big fan of the movie? I'm like, listen, Jared just kind of gave it to me, and then it kind of just took off, and and then so yeah, I was I was called Nacho, and then uh, E.J. Henderson um, he he would call me Senator, so I kind of had a couple nicknames. Okay. All right, Ben, I have a very personal question to ask you, and we can't be friends, uh, depending on your answer. Did you ever lay a bad hit on Peyton Manning? A bad hit? Yeah, like hit him hard. Like Oh, I hit him hard, yeah. Make okay. him swear, man. Um, I actually had a decent game when I was playing in San Diego, um, maybe 2000 and uh, let's see, two, three, four, 2004-ish. I think we were playing in Indy, and um, – I think it was our first year in a three, four defense. And so I was just trying to feel my way out and trying to, trying to make some plays as an outside pass rusher. And I got in a few plays, like it's not really in the stats so much now because you know, it, I didn't have any, any sacks, but um, I hit him hard a couple of times and okay. You know, no, that's fine. It felt good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll get it out of the way now. I'm the only person in the group who's not a Vikings fan. I'm a Colts fan is why I said it. But you did play with my man Philip Rivers for a short amount of time. What what was Phil like? I mean, like I said, I'm a Colts guy. Uh, I bought his jersey to only have him play 17 games with us. That's a whole other discussion. What was? How could you describe Phil? Because Phil's the man in my in my eyes, at least. Phil, Phil is the man. Um, Phil is he truly is a um, an adult child. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way to describe it. Dang describe it. I feel it. Dang yeah. nabbit. He's, you know, when, when I was in San Diego with him, the thing that, that really caught my eye was he could be, he could be boys with anybody, you know, it'd be like the brothers, the white guys, you know, guys from different, different parts of the country. You know, he's got the Southern accent, but yet he like, there was something so disarming about him that everybody <laughs> just sort of liked him. And, uh, you know, we, we would play cards and play Blu-ray right in the middle of the locker room. And it didn't matter if it was, um, you know, a defensive tackle, a corner, a receiver, a running back, offensive lineman. It didn't matter. Like, he's out there just talking shit and he's, yeah. he's making fun of people and everybody just mm-hmm. loved him. But he talked clean shit. He didn't. He uh, never swore, right? And you probably never heard him swear. I don't think I anyone has. Swear, but he was the thing is, like, he was always talking, always. Yeah. talking. He never he never shuts up. And it's never a swear word, but he's always ribbing somebody. He's always making, you know, he's, he's bagging on you for the move that you made for the bet that you made. Like it is constant all the time. Do you guys remember the, the mini punch? Was that against, was that against the chiefs where like some guy sacked him and he like, he did like, he didn't even like extend his elbow. He like punched the guy in the arm after he sacked him. And the guy like got in his he face. Was doing and, the, a polite punch. Yeah, He did a very polite punch on another player. So I mean, that just describes Phil in a nutshell. It makes sense. How uh, how prevalent is uh, trash talking in the NFL? Is it something that you like were unprepared for going into the league, or did it take you by surprise at all? No, it, it actually surprised me there wasn't as as much trash talking as you see on so, so some of the NFL film stuff. And NFL films is even more more deep now. Um, I mean, there's, there's mic'd up videos from every home team um, – you know, NFL films is doing it as well. So there's so much more content, but even back, you know, when I was growing up, you saw, you saw these guys just talking smack on the sidelines during the games. And then you get in the games and you realize everybody's just sucking wind and everybody's just tired. And everybody's like, yeah. you know, there's, there's not a ton of talking, but um, the corners, the corners and receivers, they talk a lot of shit. Oh, God, yeah. 
It is a lot of shit. But for the most part, it's just kind of funny ribbing. You know, it's not, it's, yeah, I, I still remember playing against, um, against Shannon Sharp when he was in Denver. And my first game against him, I'm like, I, I got to be prepared. He's a loud mouth. You know, he never stops talking. He, 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 had a, he had a reputation going into that game. And, dude, he couldn't have been nicer. Like, he could not have been nicer. Like, didn't talk to yeah. crash to me, didn't put me down, didn't insult me. Um, the second game that we played against him, he was, like, like complimenting me after, I, after I'd cover him on routes and stuff. Like, I'm like <laughs> – I was just, I was just <laughs> thinking. Or are you thinking, like, Andrew Luck? Remember how yeah. people used to sack him? Nice hit, man. Yeah, I was just <laughs> thinking, like, did, you did, did, did any nice other tackle. Did any quarterbacks you hit ever, like, tell you, like, nice hit, man? Did they ever give you compliments like that? Uh, Favre did when he was with the Packers. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Favre and I would we it was funny. It's actually both both Packers players. You know, Rogers Rogers and I would have uh, a few discussions here and there. Like uh, I hit Rogers one time and during a timeout he's like, Man, that was a hell of a hit. I th- I thought you broke my rib, you hit me so hard. And then um and then Favre told me I almost broke his thumb on a sack. Um, but it was all like during timeouts, you know, when, when you got when we cut to commercial, you know, guys are just talking to each other across the line of yeah. screen all the time, you know. So um no, both of those guys, you know, were were complimentary on on some of the hits I had on. Had on. It, se- it seems like you played with multiple Hall of Fame quarterbacks, even on your own team. What's the best quarterback that's ever been on your team, in your opinion? Well, Favre. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh nine. nine. It's Oof. it's hard to go against Favre. I mean, For sure. he's, he's basically the raunchy version of Philip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the he's, he's like he, the bad brother of he, Philip Rivers. Like he seems like he could be nice. Shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel he's like, like he's like, like what is that uh, bad grandpa or whatever oh, bad God, no. with the one with yeah. Robert De Niro or Johnny Knoxville? Oh, dirty grandpa's Robert De Niro. Yeah, bad grandpa's Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Um, so he's just kind of like that version. Like they they both talk the whole time. They're always talking. They always have something to say. It's just Favre will drop an f bomb and cuss at you a little bit. So is would you say, Ben, that Philip Rivers is more of a holy man than Kirk Cousins? No, Kirk, Kirk is way more holy. No, well, I, mean, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Philip, Thank you. <laughs> Jake does a Kirk impersonation. That's that was the way we decided to throw oh it in. God. Did we catch you off guard with that, or are you, no, not that, really? Or are you like that's kind of fucking weird. No, it's uh it's an interesting question because they're both extremely religious and spiritual but you know yeah. because because kirk is so much more stale that uh he he, he gets the he gets the net flanders award for sure you know speaking of kirk like there's been a lot of rumors about him today potentially going to the 49ers should we buy into these rumors what are your thoughts about that yeah, that was mm-hmm. all stressful to read yes. to both sides yeah i just don't see it happening i mean unless i well first of all I don't think John Lynch is going to pull the trigger on something like that. That doesn't seem like a John Lynch thing to do, you know, to throw multiple draft picks at a guy that I think he is, he is a major upgrade from Garoppolo. Now I, I, there are, there are opinions out there that they think people think Garoppolo is either right on par or even maybe slightly better than, than cousins. And I just don't see that at all. Um, But I just, I, I just don't see them making that move. You know, Kirk has 
he has so much time in this league for people to like have an opinion and a reputation that follows him around. I just don't see how he would be the guy to, to sacrifice your future a little bit, just, just because you want to maybe win a Super Bowl in the next two years. I don't think that they're that close. That's my opinion. So I, I don't see it happening. Well, and San Fran fans would need to uh, be ready to make the transition from bad boy to good boy because Jimmy Garoppolo is out there with porn stars while yeah. Kirk is there, you know, on Sunday mornings praying. So you, it's quite the transition for fans too. They're gonna well, they would have to get used to that. I was gonna say like the news story around him was dating porn stars. Kirk's mm-hmm. always with his wife Julie. Yes, it's gonna be a flip. It's, it's a separate narrative. <laughs> they, I don't know if they'd be able to take it. So you know, that's another thing to consider. They got to think about that. The culture around around Kirk is just a hell of a lot different. But I think it vibes better in the Midwest. I, I feel like that's just with Kirk. Yeah, I don't know, Ben. Who was your? If there's one player in the NFL you hated or you did not like to, either someone on your team, someone you'd have to go against, just a guy that just gets your blood boiling. Who's that in the league? Um, you know, there's a fullback. I believe his first name was Vonta Vonta Leach. Uh, I think he played for the Ravens. You know, I played a position where I had to hit a lot of fullbacks, and um, that wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, when when I met my match, sometimes, and I'm and I'm watching film, and I'm having nightmares about hitting these guys multiple times a game. Uh, it's he's he's one of those guys that kind of stood out in my mind. You know, not a bad guy, but um, you know, he was super physical. Let's see. Um, I don't know. You know, nobody really off the top of my head that I think was was just awful. Um, you know, was it was it Larry Allen at one point in time? I think he played in San Fran. You know, I was. Yeah. We were getting ready to play him, and he went from the Cowboys to the 49ers. And uh, you know, we we hyped him up all, all week long about you know here Hall of Famer. He's going to maul you. He's just going. to, You know, my linebacker coach at the time was just like. You know, filling is full of just like he's he's going to eat you guys alive if you don't play physical with him. And and for some reason, I like had a good game against him. You know, I don't know if it was just all the pep talk during the course of the week, but, you know, he kind of had me shaking the boot, my boots a little bit. Um, played against Jerome Bettis. That was scary. Oh, the bus. Yeah. Um, what, ah, those were the days, man, when he was tearing up the league. Yeah. He's a big guy. Dude, he's huge. Yeah, it's terrifying. Like the, the type of person I'm taking around as my personal bodyguard is a guy yeah. like Jerome Bennis. I'm, yeah. that is, I'm not letting – no one's touching you, you with that the, guy. <laughs> well, obviously you see how like gregarious he is off off the field, you know, super nice and whatever. And then he gets on the field and he's a freaking monster. Man. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, so I, I did not enjoy playing against him. I did not enjoy playing against uh, against Westbrook and with Philly. Because, mm-hmm. again, I was an outside linebacker, and there's a lot of times I had to cover backs out of the backfield. And he'd flare out into the flat. And even though, like, he's sort of my guy, but a lot of times in coverage, you don't just, like, run and go get your guy. You got to, like, drop back in coverage, you know, 10 yards. So there's, like, 15, 20 yards of cushion between you and the running back. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. he would catch the ball, and i go, oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> he, here I'm in the open bolted. field with one of the most elusive guys in the league, and he'd, he'd always make me look stupid. Yeah, well, I, I almost think of, like, if I had to run at him and try to hit him, like, you guys see the movie Rookie of the Year, or the kid plays for the Cubs, and he's up to bat, and he's going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. His parents yeah. are watching at home, they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. That'd be like me running at him, just just praying I could even slow him down. I can't even imagine. Some of those guys, too, like, you see him on TV, and it's one thing, but then you go to a game in person, and, like, you get, like, pretty 
close like front row seats. They're fucking monsters. And that's that's every sport, hockey, ba- I mean, seeing Terrifying. people on TV is one thing. You see it in real time on the field, it's nuts. Can't even imagine that. How, have you guys have all three of you guys been close to the field? Yeah, I have. Have you guys? I've been I think like third row. So I've been I've been pretty close. Not NFL, college, but college is still terrifying, so NFL has just got to be And those guys are all crazy. younger than you. Yeah. Which so is even more wild when you watch I college I can't even football. imagine. Well, college can't is imagine. funny because, you know, you have such a, a disparity. You might have, like, the 22-year-old senior, and then you've got, like, this just newly 18-year-old, <laughs> maybe even 17-year-old. Yeah. And yeah. 17 looks like a fucking baby. You're like, yeah. how is this guy playing Division One football? And then – on the other side, there's some 22 year old monster that's like ready to go yeah. be a you know a first round draft pick. Like it's such mm-hmm. it's such a widespread in college. Well, and who was the kid for the Gophers? Was he an O lineman from Australia that was like seven? Fella Lele. What's Dana that guy? What's that guy's build? Is he seven? He's like six eight, like three eighty or. Oh my! God. I don't know, man. Make me look a, like a toy. I would be terrified. Last if that year goes they compared the this the height and the weight of the Gopher offensive lineman to the Vikings offensive lineman, and the Gopher offensive linemen were towering over like every single Minnesota Vikings. That's just nuts. Lineman. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that, yeah. Fall that, Lele is Lele. huge. I was gonna say, Ben. Speaking of college, you you do some announcing. I called the Gophers Nebraska game. Okay, that's the hmm. one. That's the one I watched. Uh, what's, what was kind of like the, the toughest part of transitioning to that? I mean, playing is one thing, but calling has got to be a whole nother thing. You know what, I guess what kind of went into that transition? Uh, well, man, a, a lot went into it. Um, you know, when you play, when you play a physical, when you, when you do something physical for your job, you know, it's, you're allowed to make a mistake and you can, you can make up for it by just being more physical. Right. I mean, there's, there's a lot of times playing football where you, you might mess up your assignment, but in the course of messing up the assignment, as long as you don't just kind of stop in your tracks and just like get mad at yourself, you can still go make a play, you know, and you can, you can make up for it physically when you're in the booth, you know, if you mess something up and you say the wrong thing, there's, there's no way to recover from that. You know, there's, you can't just go on like, hit somebody and be like, Oh, well, I, I still made a play. Like it's the, the mental part of, of commentating is, uh, is such a, a, uh, a disparity between playing football. And so, you know, there's no training for it either. You know, when yeah, I got my, first, yeah. I got my first gig with Fox, it was like 10 days before the first game. And they just said, Hey, our only advice to you is, just be yourself. You've been around football. Call the game as you see it. Have fun. And that's it. And I'm like, what do you mean that's it? Like, I don't know how to use a talk back button. I don't know how to talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, when somebody's talking to you in your headset, um, what do I look at? When do I speak? When do I don't speak? Like, it's like they don't tell you anything. And so, so the whole thing is just one gigantic learning curve on, on just how to how to find the flow in the art form to it. So for you, would you say it was more nerve-wracking playing actually NFL football or preparing for these roles, uh, commentating? Oh, preparing for the roles. I mean, <laughs> really? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I still remember, you know, my first game was at UAB in Birmingham, Alabama in September. It's a hundred fucking million degrees down there. <laughs> oh. um, it's, it's an, it's an open, it's an open booth. It's a hundred percent humidity. And I sweat anyway, like I'm just a sweater. And so yep. that on top of the 
nerves. You know, we the red light turns on, we go live, and and my suit is my suit shirt's drenched. Just <laughs> you're like, please don't put the camera on us. We're just gonna skip that whole part of the of the program because oh I'm drenched God. in sweat. We just I, just I take shots of the field. Sweat. Um, yeah, I, I I remember how terrified I was doing that first hit. Um, so put me on the field running down on kickoff any day of the week versus yeah staring at that red light do you ever have like a big do you ever have like a big screw up that like you went to bed like thinking like oh man i should have said that differently or like why did i say that like after uh, after a game well one of my this is my all-time worst gaffes i've ever had on live TV and I feel awful for, for saying this. And I feel so stupid because the context of what happened. So to set it up, um, I was teammates with Kwame Lassiter. Now he was a, he was a safety uh, when I was with the chargers and I was a linebacker. And so we were teammates for a couple of years, you know, and Kwame and I were, we were never super close, but you know, good guy. And I really liked him and we got along. Well, his, his son plays at Kansas, at University of Kansas. So Kwame Lasseter Jr. And um, I'm calling the game, and, you know, there's there's the, all this ample time during the course of the week. You know, you're preparing for this, you're preparing for that, you're, you're studying players, and, you know, we, we also have to be pretty well informed on the other games that are going on so we can talk about the Big 12 on a bigger scale plus the national scale. So there's, there's always just a lot of information that you have to, you have to know. Well, in my preparation, I'd forgotten that, unfortunately, Kwame had passed away months before this. Mm. Mm. And, um, and I forgot. And I didn't make a note of it on my, on my, my game board. And I'm, and I'm in the game, and I, I go, you know, Kwame, Kwame Jr. makes a play, and I say on live TV, you know, you know Kwame Laster Jr., blah, 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 I played with his father, and you know, I just want to you know give a, a special hello to to Kwame and his family down in Arizona, and I forgot that he passed away, and I'm like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Dude, I, I felt awful. Like it was hard to recover for the rest of the game because I just felt like such an idiot. And uh, I reached out to the SID at, K, at KU and I said, I'm so sorry I, that happened. Like, please, you know, if 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 the family, you know, calls or whatever, like I'm obviously meant no disrespect. I was just trying to say hello. And I forgot that he had passed away and whatever. So you want to talk about a major fuck up. That was a major, fuck but, up. but that, Ben, to your credit though, that's nothing compared to the, some of the, some of the things you see in YouTube videos where people don't know there's a, there's a hot mic on. We have a whole thing. The, the land of misfit sports announcers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is it to Tom Brenneman? So got Tom Brenneman. I don't know if you've heard of that. Ben and with yep, the Reds live bad one. Uh, you got the uh, uh, Ben Ben Hinchin. What is his name? He was a former linebacker. Uh, oh, with the Patriots. With the Patriots, I believe. But he was yeah. a color guy on ESPNU for uh, well for less than a year, and he yeah he uh, wanted to use the word. I'll just say he used the word gay in the wrong sense. Yep, and yep, uh, not a good move. Not a good move by him. And then Mike Milbury was on NBC Sports <laughs> Network. He's a yep, clown. he uh, he's gone. He. 
Yeah, he said something about women in the bubble. And well, what about too Burt Blyler? Oh yeah, guy. Burt, but he stayed on. Oh yeah, he this fucking thing over again. I just fucked it up. So oh, we're live. What we're trying to say, Ben, is in our book, you're fine. That's, yes, that that's not horrible. Did that? that it so could as, be so much worse. As soon as you said that, Ben, did you know you fucked up, or did it take a few seconds to like, to like kind of set in? No, it took it took a few seconds because somebody reached out on Twitter. That's the okay. thing. Like, oh. it was like commercial break. Um, I checked my phone and. Um, Somebody, you know, somebody was just being an ass, you know, and it made it worse. Like somebody, yeah, on yeah, Twitter, like they always are. That's yeah. Yep. So instead of instead of just like, hey, like nudge, nudge, dude, just want to let you know that like Kwame passed away a couple months ago. Um, somebody reached out and said, "You disrespectful asshole," blah blah blah. And like, and I'm like, oh shit, like so. Um, so yes, well, it's I not like you. I did not. It's not like you stepped on the guy's grave. Yeah, that's what people on Twitter though. They're like, "Oh, he made a mistake. I'm going to be the first one to well, say it." See, I would see maybe if like you said something like you were like trash talking him a little bit, but you're just you know you're saying, "Hey, what, yeah, I'm forgetting, just going to say hi." Yeah. It's like like I don't see anyone. I can see like someone correcting you, but I can't really see someone getting that upset about that. Yeah, I, I needed to be corrected. I mean, that I yeah. have no problem with that. Yeah, but, you know the way the guy attacked me, like. I was like I was being slanderous or something to Kwame. It was like, dude, I was, you know, in the end, I'm like, I was saying hello to him. You know, if he was yes. if he was watching the game, I was just saying hello. It wasn't like, you know, oh yeah, his dad, his dad sucked and whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, like I was just trying to say hello to a, an old teammate and had forgotten that he suffered a, a heart attack when he was on a treadmill. Um, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. While uh, while we're on the topic of you announcing, there's there's a few photos I found on Twitter of you wearing a toupee. Mm-hmm. Uh, when do we get to see that again? Because I think it should be more regular. <laughs> wouldn't it be actually? Wouldn't it be funny? It's like the first quarter. Ben doesn't have it on, and they're like, "Let's cut back to the uh, let's cut back to the booth in the second quarter." And he says, "The toupee on." It on. <laughs> you know that was uh, you know obviously a, a Halloween bit, and we were at like the spirit store with my kids and. My daughter was looking for a wig. I found I found a, a, a wig. I'm like, you know, let's just have some fun with it. And so I actually wore it. Um, I wore it on a pregame show. So the week of Halloween for the Vikings uh, Fox 9 pregame show, I wore it for oh. like the second half of the, of the show. Um, and, yeah, we just had fun with it around the house. So it's I still have it. I still have it. I don't know if I'll break it out anytime <laughs> soon, but I still have it. Well, the good bit with the toupee is like when it accidentally falls off unintentionally, like in old movies and TV and stuff. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Ben, I got to ask you about the 2009 NFC Championship game. Oh, don't bring no, that up. I, I'm, I I'm kidding. I, I, I have to. Okay. It says, I never get a chance to talk about this with an actual Viking. How, what was that locker room like after that game? I need to know. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know if you want. I mean,. I don't know if I want to paint a picture of like. It's been ten years. We say plenty of negative things on the show, so it's right well, on brand. Go ahead. Well, I mean, <laughs> here we here we are, like you know, thinking that we're just we play in the NFL and we're a bunch of tough guys, and you know, you want to have this sort of like scene in the locker room of just a bunch of tough guys and there's blood and sweat and whatever. But it was it was sort of like all of that, but like a bunch of broken, depressed. Yeah. Sad tears. I mean, grown men just in their lockers crying. I mean, yeah. It it sucked. I mean, yeah. that that really sucked. And then like to see and the thing is like, you know, that that's always and forever going to be Bounty Gate. 
And we yeah, knew that yeah. Brett was getting beat up a little bit and we knew that he was toughing it out. But I remember looking kind of like where my locker was, I could see his, his locker kind of across the way. And he had a, a, a team of like trainers and doctors kind of just like looking at him, you know, immediately after the game. And he was taking, like, he needed help getting his shoulder pads off and getting everything off. I mean, he was instantly black and blue and purple in all parts of his body. Like, well, he, some of those hits he took today, or the, today, they would, like, those players who hit him would be suspended for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah weeks. But there would have been a hell of a lot more. I think there was this one flag in that game oh, for, for, uh, roughing the, the passer. passer. There would have been like 10 today it's, if that was it's in today's disgusting game. to actually watch. Like, I, I think Jake and I both have recently watched the highlights of it and just to see what they got away with is absolutely crazy. Honor, honorary well, fuck Sean Payton. Well, yes. well, Throwing speaking of, I, yeah, I was, I was mentioning when I came in here just before, I, I weirdly just watched that like the other day. I'm like, wow, this is the first time I actually watched the 2009 NFC Championship game since I watched it live when I was like 13. And, I, I saw the highlights of it, and I, I was I, I saw that I well I I think everybody that bullshit I, I'll say it the pass interference call on you when the guy I don't know I mean that kind of was that a was game so stupid the guy dude. was the like guy falling, was falling over it's I mean and it's the most I mean, by the way Saints fans for those of you who always complain they put up a whole billboard when the Saints had one call against them look at that shit. Look at the tape, people. You don't need a billboard for that. That was a very lucky call by the Saints. And I'm even more fired up about this because they beat my Colts in the Super Bowl. You know, the Colts would have played you guys. It only happens every four years. That would have been like the best Super Bowl party ever. <laughs> my Vikings Gosh. fans, me, being by myself, would have been a blast. Well, you know what's the worst part about all that is um, – so I, I, had, I, I had friends that played on the Saints. And, um, you know, when the Super Bowl's over and, and, the, and the season's sort of settled and everything, you know, I reached out to a couple of my guys, you know, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and they're like, I know that you don't want to hear this, but you guys would have smashed the Colts. I'm like, oh, oh, everybody I'm says like, that. Pain. I, I don't, like, you probably would have. Like, we, I don't want to yeah. hear that because I'm watching the game and I'm like, we would have murdered these guys. Like, we just would have killed them. If, yeah. if the Saints were Sorry, more Jack. physical than them, or like we were more physical than the Saints. Like we, everything that we had matched up well against the Colts. And it, I don't think, I just don't think it would, it would have been as close. And um, now in an alternate universe going well, full circle from the start of the show, we, we would be starting the show by saying, damn it, Ben, that, that hit you had on Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. I'll never forgive you for that. That would have been, that would have been the way we could have started. That would have no, been it gold would, it for would have us, been a Vikings fans. Like you know, and maybe, <laughs> maybe Andrew well, would have turned it for a touchdown. That would have been a uh, opener. Yeah, and the same, yeah, I'm just as – yeah, that year sucked because we were up – the Colts were up like 10-3 to 3 in the first quarter, and we just ended up getting – shit on by the saints fourth quarter interception by peyton manning i'm still like in middle school so i started crying uh <laughs> would have been the vikings beating well, us speaking instead. of crying i think uh that 2009 nfc championship game my grand you guys, my grandfather yeah. was crying after that he had a few tears in his eyes ben do you have like a is there any moment if, i mean there's probably plenty of moments but what's that one moment that sticks out the most in that season from that season yes um you know, it's not really a moment. It's it's the one. It's probably the only time in my career where after that that Forty Nine er game. So that was like what the third yes. game of the season. Yes, that was amazing. Yeah. Oh, Greg yeah. Lewis. Yes. Oh, I still remember that. Yes. 
Holy Greg shit. Lewis. My mom right before that was like, oh, they're going to choke like they always do. And then she leaves the room and that happens. I was like, I told you. I, to- I was freaking out. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. Go on. Oof, so, you know, a- after that magical moment, which it still gives me chills when I hear PA's call of, of Greg Lewis in the back of the end zone. Um, you know, look it up on YouTube. From that point on, really through the whole the whole rest of the season. And I, and I know that we lost some games in there, but that that game proved to us that Favre was legit. Like, like, like yeah. okay, Favre had a magic, and, and he really was the missing piece. So I've never been a part of a team in a locker room where no matter, no matter how good or bad our prep was from, from Wednesday to Saturday, we came out of that locker room every Sunday knowing that we were going to win. And, you know, a lot of guys can sort of say that to the media, like, oh, yeah, we're a super confident team and we think that we're going to win this game. But, you know, the players are real, too. Like, they, they, they know if they are a better team than the team that they're going, going against and if they need some luck to win the game. Like, we had so much confidence that it didn't matter, matter who the fuck we were playing. It didn't matter who they had on their team. It didn't matter the conditions. It didn't matter anything. Like, when we walked out of that tunnel, we were like, okay, we're going to win and we're, I just don't know what the final score is going to be. You know, that was that was the difference. And I've never felt like that ever in my career where every single game, every matchup, we're like, we're going to win. I don't know what the point spread is going to be, but we're going to win. And mm-hmm. that confidence was was awesome. I mean, to be in that to be in the locker room all during the week and and have and just be have having fun and loose and knowing that we were working hard on the practice field, but we're still like you know, kicking ass and having fun. And it was just, it, it was, it was magical, man. Well, you gotta look at Brad Childress had his kick-ass offense going oh, on. God. Yeah, Brad Childress. Brad Childress, man. I mean, yeah. did he, I mean, like, I mean, obviously he was like the coach. I, mean, I know he's got a bad rep here. In since. Minnesota. For sure. In Minnesota, even though he's, I mean, debatably had one of our, led one of our best Vikings teams in of years. All, of all time. Of all yeah. time. Uh, he got a bad rep for being dull and all that. I mean, but, I mean, but I mean, what was your relationship with him? I mean, what was he like as as a coach with the Vikings? I guess from your you know, perspective, I liked. I got along with Brad for for a long time. For you know, I was with the team for five years, and it wasn't until um, you know going into my four, my fifth year, where so after the two thousand nine season, you know, Brad and I kind of had a falling out. It was partially my fault. Um, you know, I'll I'll put you know part of it on him as well. You know, I came to him in the off season and I said, Hey man, uh, you know, I had, I had this type of season, you know, I got more opportunities playing on third down, you know, kind of like what's it going to take for me to get some more playing time in this role. And, and he just didn't like the way I approached that conversation. Cause I, I kind of just stopped him in the hallway and I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't say, Hey man, I want to talk to you like, and, and have a, like have a meeting and like talk about this stuff. So I kind of surprised him. And I think that he just was caught off guard by that. And um, he, he took it as like, I was being selfish. And so he turned it right back on me later on. And was like, why are you being so selfish? You know, this is a team game. You know, we, we, I've always respected you as a team player and, and all this other stuff. And I was just kind of telling him like, you got to understand my position. This is my last year, my contract you know, I feel like I've proven myself that I can play more downs than I'm playing. And we kind of had this just sort of this back and forth. And then as the season went on, um, our relationship just started to deteriorate even more. 
we had an incident on the field where he cussed me out and I stood up for myself in front of the whole team in front of the whole defense. He didn't like that, that I was talking back to him. And, um, and so from that point, it was completely fractured and it was just over. Um, so we, we sort of ended on a bad note, but you know, for a better part of four years, we got along great. You know, he would call me all the time. Hey, how's, how's the team looking? You know, what's the locker room vibe, anything I need to know, you know, so I really was a sort of like this conduit and kind of an ambassador for him. Um, and then we had this falling out and we just never repaired it. Well, I was going to say, if I was Childress in that situation, you stop me in the hallway, I'd be like, oh, this guy's ambitious. That's how I would have yeah, taken it as. Wouldn't any coach want Who, their players to want to play With more? some of the guys in the NFL, too, with how cocky some of them get and stuff, I mean, a guy who comes, like, saying, I want to do more, I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, you know, there must have been a reason why he was upset, but that's kind of shocking to me. Well, I think, you know, you know looking back on it, um, I, I don't think that – that there were times where he juggled multiple things very well at the same time. And I think that there, I I kind of understand that there were some things going on behind the scenes that not involving me, but I think it just like probably just caught him off guard. He wasn't prepared for it. Maybe it was a bad day. He -hmm. felt uncomfortable, didn't know how to respond. And then it just, the conversation just was kind of clunky and it just never like really repaired itself. And then there was the incident with, um, you know, the whole situation of Randy Moss being on the team and then being oh yeah uh, oh yeah what twenty ten like, I inadvertently yeah. was caught up in that as well and he like kind of was trying to blame me for parts of that so like it was it was weird yeah well another question I have for you Ben on on a on a lighter note from two thousand nine and all that shit uh, you're a whiskey guy what what is your Mount Rushmore of whiskeys what's your what's your go tos because well, you know, what's funny is before I started endorsing Douglas and Todd, I told the guys at Douglas and Todd, I said, listen, I'm, I'm not a bourbon guy. Like I'm just not a dark, I'm not a dark liquor drinker. Um, yeah. I was like, I like your drink. I, I had it at a friend's, like, I had a, had a get together. And I think, I think what ended up happening, it's been so many years now. I think what ended up happening when they first launched, a friend of mine had it. I had a drink of it. And I even told him reluctantly at the time and said i don't i'm not i'm not a dark liquor guy and he's like no just try it's a local bourbon whatever so i tried it. i'm like hey, this is actually pretty freaking freaking good and so then i mentioned it on the radio and then they were like cool like we just launched you know like you want to like do this together and then so my initial meeting with them same thing i go i i don't know if you guys are good or not you know i i don't have like this this palette of like bourbons that i'm you know, this, you know, super like sophisticated guy that's drinking my three fingers of bourbon every night. And I, and yeah. I you know, I, and I have this whole thing. So anyway, they're like, no, that's great. That's actually like, it works out better for us that, um, that you, you've kind of come around to this and you, uh, you like bourbon again because of Douglas and Todd. And so, um, so to answer your question, that's about all I drink. You know, if somebody mm-hmm. comes in with like a high end Pappy Van Winkle, well, yeah, like, dude, I'm going to try it. I'm going to like it. You know, um, you know, there's another bourbon I like called widow Jane. I don't know where, I don't know where it's from, from somebody yeah. brought it to my house for a gift. And, and, uh, I, I'm guessing it's probably somewhere in Kentucky, but so I don't drink a lot of, uh, a lot of other whiskeys and bourbons. Um, all right. Long shot. What about fireball? <laughs> that, that no. unintentional pun. That's a hail Mary. You know, the Football. last time I had Fireball, I threw up. 
<laughs> Same with him. I'm, I'm with him. <laughs> I feel like that's I'm a lot with of him. people. Yeah. I can't drink. You never know at though. This point without throwing up. I used to. I used to be like, like invincible to any alcohol when I when I first turned 21. But it's like, and as soon as I turned 23, I couldn't drink it. Well, as soon as you, it, when you're fucked up, like that's the very first thing someone says. Let's take a shot of fire. I'm oh, that guy. And, and you know, I can't. I love that. I shit. could be as drunk as can be, and I still won't do it. And oh, you really? guys. Yeah. How many I, How many years ago was that, Ben? It was last year, guys. Oh, so, okay. So that's I'll take that answer. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not lying. It was. I think it was like. I think it was like the early stages of COVID when we were first quarantining, and it was. You know, we we didn't really understand what social distancing was, sort of thing. So we were still having some friends over, and and we were just drinking, and we and and, and that was the thing. We ended the night. Yep. And and it was, you know, that that stupid bottle of fireballs just kind of sitting there. <laughs> sitting yeah, it's right like there. it's like yelling your just name from the cover. Yeah, exactly. Damn it. Exactly. It Somehow it worked its way up from like the back of the liquor cabinet to the front. <laughs> yep. Magically. And uh and somebody's like, Hey, let's take a couple shots of fireball. And I'm like, Yeah, fuck it, let's go. You know? <laughs> yeah. And next thing I know, like I'm going to bed and my stomach's kind of sour. I'm just like, oh, oh man, yep. maybe it was all it the spins. snacks and cheese and the <laughs> mixing good. of drinks. The next thing I know, I'm freaking puking up fireball. Just burns coming out. All it, right. You just taste the cinnamon. Well, no, I was going to say on that topic of like kind of like drinking a little. I mean, did you ever, I mean, any, any time during your career, I mean, did you ever have a, a, a player that you would go out with or drink with or party with or anything like that? And in your football playing career, or were you the kind of guy that wouldn't do any of that stuff? Well, I was I was pretty disciplined when I was playing. Like in season, I had a you know I, I didn't drink any alcohol from from Thursday night on. So I would have my drinks Sunday night to you know to Wednesday night. You know, maybe yep. a drink or two, but still still not a heavy heavy drinker. But mm. um, you know, after a, after a game when you're super dehydrated, it didn't take much at all but to to get to get super buzzed. Um, yeah. <laughs> But, but um, so we had, so maybe, t- let, let me, let me take that back a second because <laughs> the last couple of years with the Vikings, EJ Henderson always said we had a, a linebackers, um, we had a linebacker get together. So yeah, that was Thursday night. So we would get done with meetings and then Thursday night we would go out and I think it was just for home games. So for every home game, we'd go out after meetings. We'd meet up at Wildfire or something like that in Eden Prairie, and uh, and we'd have just a linebacker dinner. And so, yep. you know, we'd pound a couple shots, then have a couple drinks. Mm. Um, but then that was it. So then, like, that was my last drinks until the, until the game. Um, but when I was in San Diego, you know, I was – my first year with Junior Seau was, like, it was it was completely wheels off, man. Like, that guy <laughs> – that guy – Just a party animal? <laughs> just party. Yeah, he – Well, San Diego – you're in San self. Diego. I mean – That's a place to party. Gosh, it's beautiful he was, out there. He was, he was full on all the time. And the sneaky thing is he was one of those guys that he would get everybody together because he was a huge social butterfly. He would get everybody together and we'd go out, but he had a deal with every bartender that we went – because he owned this, he. I mean, I've never seen a guy own a city like Junior. I mean, he he grew up in Oceanside, which is just north of San Diego. Mm-hmm. You know, played at USC and then played his whole career in San Diego. Like he knew everybody at every yeah. bar, and um, so they would always feed him water shots. So he was giving mm-hmm. us tequila shots. He was taking water shots, and I didn't. That's devious. You can yeah, you, you seem like the biggest drinker in the group. When in all reality, you're the most hydrated. Oh, oh he's genius. the most. He was the most hydrated and, and then you know he you, you guys all have that buddy or maybe you're the, yourself that like 
you're the one that just sort of bounces secretly out the back door. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like three in the morning and he's like buying shots for everybody. And then all of a sudden he's gone. Like, yeah. Where just, did he go? We all know that ghost. person. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, like I've drank with football players and like, it's impossible to out drink them because they're so fucking yeah. massive. Like we have a buddy who played center of our high school football team. Bubba, takes yeah. 15, 16 beers just for him to feel a buzz. It's, yeah. And, well, yeah, I've seen I've seen him drink. I, I he doesn't drink a lot anymore, which he's only twenty five, so it's weird. But he he had like he had like eight or nine shots of whiskey or something, and he wasn't feeling it one time downtown. And then I'm sitting there after four, just hammered. Yeah. I'm like, I but, don't know. What you do but this. there's nothing wrong with being a lightweight, no, because nothing. you save the money. Mm-hmm. It, the money is the biggest yes. thing. It's not the liver. Tolerance about, equals savings. Money. money talks. Yeah, right there. So. I was gonna say, Ben, we'll have to have you. Uh, we'll have to have you come into our studio in Prior Lake sometime, and we'll see. Uh, we'll do some shots of Fireball. I, I'm gonna. Oof. I'm gonna move that time from the last time you did Fireball to the next time we film the podcast. So that's my. That's my mission. You're saying he can't drink Fireball to the next time he's in in the studio? Well, no, I'm saying that will be the most recent okay. time right. from the next interview right. that he drinks okay. Fireball. Okay, that's my goal. Yeah, I don't know about that, guys. It's, it's <laughs> you know. I may have said yes until you said fireball, and then you that's going to push me away for a couple of years. <laughs> tequila? Yes, absolutely tequila. All right. All right, and then we're doing tequila. We'll get Patron, we'll throw it, it on the company doing. credit card as a business expense tax write-off. Uh, do you guys have any more final questions for Ben before we do the rapid-fire bit? Well, I, I guess I wanted to uh, – you live in Edina now, right? I do, yeah. Correct. Well, have you ever been called a cake eater? Are you aware of that terminology? I mean – I don't know. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. No, 100%. You know, I, I knew, you know, when I first moved into town, um, my realtor was from St. Paul. She was a she was a friend of a friend from our neighbor in San Diego. And uh, and she's like, listen, I know you want to be close to the facility. And the only area that I know is Edina. And I'm like, cool, fine. I don't care. You know, like I didn't put any thought into it. I'm like, she's like, great, great schools. Um, you're going to love it. It's central to everything. It's close to work, close to downtown. I'm like, fine, done. So we start looking at Dino. We've never left. Um, but I mean, from day one, it's every day I need attention. I heard that all the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the acronym. Yes. Yep. The acronym. Uh, you know, I, you know, the, the whole cake eater thing. And the funny thing is, the funny thing is about the cake eater comment is that I would have guys, my, my teammates, like Steve Hutchinson. Okay. So Steve Hutchinson, yeah. Hall of Famer. Um, has a beautiful home out in Wyzetta, and that motherfucker's calling me a cake eater. Yeah, <laughs> so like, but it's not because it's not Edina. It's just not Edina. It's, di- it's somehow it's different. It's just somehow they're, different. They're in the same parallel, but it's. I know. I'm, and that was I'm like, no, I, Steve, yeah. you you live in a house twice the size of mine in a neighborhood <laughs> that's more affluent than mine in Wyzetta, and you're calling me a cake eater? <laughs> yeah, like come on, dude. Yeah, I think it stems from rivalries because me and Zane here, we went to we went to Burnsville High School. You played varsity hockey at Burnsville, and there's just this huge feud and rivalry, not just from Burnsville, but in terms of the hockey scene here with just Edina, and it's just well, they're good every year, right? So you have to find exactly. So you live in Edina, Ben, even if you're not even from here, you're just gonna get shit. You're still gonna get the hate. It's just how it is. Geographic thing. And Ben, (laughs) just one last question for me: Uh, Have you become more of a hockey guy since you've been in Minnesota, or have you always been a hockey guy, or what's your opinion about hockey? Because we all love it here. State of hockey. Yeah, you know that's a great question because so I grew up. 
I grew up an Eric Lindros fan and a Philadelphia Flyers fan. Um, Now, I say that with a caveat that, like, I'm a fan, but I didn't know the game. You know, I didn't – I wasn't one of those geeky kids that, like, every day I'm I'm checking the box score and I'm I'm seeing what, you know, Lindros is doing or Desjardins or something like that. Like, I I, I knew the names and I would watch them whenever they were, like, on NBC or something, but – I still didn't understand the game because when I grew up in Iowa and South Dakota, we didn't have hockey. Like I never, I'd never put on a pair of skates until I had kids and we lived here in Edina. Um, so I was a very, very casual hockey fan. And then, um, and then we we moved here and I would say I gravitate more towards hockey than basketball. And, you know, for me personally, I respect guy. I respect toughness more than, more than some other things, you know, so like, like sneezing in the NBA and getting a foul. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. There's, yeah. Some, there's something that's hard to watch and respect about the NBA. Like I respect the athleticism, you know, I go to a mm. game and I'm like, God dang, like how do these guys move around on a, on a, on a court this small and they're so big and, and they can just sort of gracefully move around on the court. I, I respect the athleticism, but there's something about the grittiness and toughness of hockey that I just sort of migrate to. Um, and, and I'm, and I continue to want to learn the game, you know, and, and my kids are my youngest boys in hockey. And so I've, I've got to kind of learn a little bit by, uh-huh. so, so I'm not just a complete idiot, but, um, but I do yep. enjoy it. I, I, I do enjoy watching the wild play. I cheer for them. I've gotten to know a couple guys, you know, that's the thing. All the hockey guys like live in Edina. So, <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. the connections, man. <laughs> The inner works you know, yeah. of high school hockey. A lot of the wild guys are like, you know, kind of like pseudo neighbors. So are you, so are you a wild fan now or are you still a Philly fan? No, I'm a wild fan. Like, you know, okay. I, you know, I, I think j- just for fun, like if the, if the Flyers ever like really like make it to the playoffs and make a huge run, I mean, I might just be that loud idiot on social media. That's like, I've always been a Flyers fan, you know, just yeah. to like jump on the wagon. Um, but no, I mean, if it, if it comes down to it and in the wild and flyers, flyers are playing, I'll, I'll take the wild. All right. All right. Oh, that's awesome. fair. That's fair. Skull uh, wild, man. Skull wild. Skull wild. You hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ben, we, we've loved having you on before we, before we wrap up here, we have a signature bit here at 10 K where it's called the rapid fire. We're going to ask you 10 questions. First thing that comes to your mind, fire it off. Uh, there's no limits to the questions, so you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's do this. All right. Rapid fire. Ben Lieber. Deserted island. You're stuck there by yourself. A ship washes up with one alcohol of choice. It's just full of that type of booze, whatever it is. What is it? Oh, I got to go Douglas and Todd. I mean, I got to stay on brand. So like, give me, yeah? give oh, me yeah. some bourbon and I'm good. Official oh, yeah. sponsor. Nice nice plug there. Yep. Uh, now, you, you were an NFL linebacker, so this one should be higher than some of our previous guests, or they're just cocky, but how many fourth graders could you fend off in self-defense at one time? Uh, okay, so my son right now is in fourth grade, so I know I know the level of quickness and tenacity that a fourth grader can have. Um, seven? Wow. Wow. Ooh, that's low. Some so, people are cocky. So there are some very out of shape men, we'll say, that have been on this podcast that say they could take on more. So that sets a standard for <laughs> yep. the question. This is the standard. Okay. Uh, Minneapolis or St. Paul, what's your city? Uh, I like the grit of St. Paul, but I prefer to live uh, in Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? 
My own grandmother. <laughs> okay. Yep. yep. So so weird that question's like a 50 50 yeah. split. Uh, least favorite food on the planet? Um, loose meat sandwiches, uh, specifically sloppy joes. Wow. Ooh, so is it, is it more of like you just hate the mess or is it just the texture? I don't get it. It's like you're, eat, you're, eating, you're eating spaghetti sauce on a bun. Yeah. Yep. Sandwich. I've, I've never understood it. Um, I hated it in, in at the cafeteria in school. It was fucking disgusting, and it just grossed me out. <laughs> well, and then you then you actually eat it with a fork, and then people shit on you. They're like, "You're not a real man." It's like, no, I just don't want to go wash my hands. Dude, so. Shout out! I've never heard someone describe a sloppy Joe. That a way. loose yeah, meat sandwich. Yeah, yeah, it's a loose meat sandwich. Oh, yeah. I like that answer. But maybe you just haven't had a good sloppy Joe yet. No, maybe no, no, that's no. it. I, I, I've okay. had all. <laughs> I, Don't I'm talk a, to him about sloppy joes. I'm not a picky eater, and I was a I was a true fat kid when I was young, mm. and I had to wear husky pants. So <laughs> I I never turned down those meals at like the the baseball banquet where someone brings a gigantic thing of sloppy joes. You know, I would eat it, but I hated it. I thought it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they show up with the right. crock pot and everything. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, would you rather never speak again, or always have to say what's on your mind? I think I'd rather just. I think I'd rather say what's on my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, now that I think about it, as an announcer, that's an interesting question because either result Oof. would not work very well. Yeah. yeah. So. What are your thoughts, Ben? Silence. <laughs> yeah, professionally, yeah. would not last very long if I. Or, uh, yeah. or, or or on the other side of the spectrum, that guy fucking sucks. Yeah. 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 I mean, he sucks. Uh, sorry, I had, I had to say it. Um, okay, if you were given an all-expenses-paid trip to Cleveland, would you take it? You've yes. probably taken one of those before. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. What's more realistic, ghosts or aliens? Aliens. All right. Uh, would you rather always wear one rollerblade on one of your feet or always have someone walking in front of you that's going a little slower than you than you want? Oh, give me the rollerblade. Yep. Yeah, yep, I, I, can't, I, can't I can't stand, stand, stand the, the slow people in front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, if a movie was made about your life, who's playing you? Um, mm. You know why in such a cheesy way I want Nick Cage to play me? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yes. Just, be, just be because it, movie. he's such a cheesy dude that I think it'd be yeah. <laughs> Right, there's something so entertaining about that guy. Yeah, there's something really so entertaining. Like something you, you just him. love to hate him, but you're gonna go watch the film anyway. Exactly. Yeah, well, yep. you want to hate him, but then you're like, the National Treasure movies were like pretty good, so they I'm, were amazing. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ben, we've had to say we'd love having you on. This was a blast. Uh, where, where can where can our listeners find you? Oh boy, you guys all over social media on on Twitter at Nacho Lieber. Let's see, Instagram it's Ben Lieber official, or is it official Ben Lieber? Ben Lieber, ben Lieber official, I think is what it is. Yeah, um, that sounds right. It tells you how much I really, really pay attention. Um, yeah, uh, and that's it, guys. BenLieber.com, Although I haven't I haven't updated my website in a while. So I need to do mm. that this off season to actually like kind of give a shit and update that thing too. So, yep. um, you know you what, just, just, just Google my name somewhere. And <laughs> I was going to say, or you can just turn on your fucking TV during college football and Ben Lieber will be on there. Yeah. Does PA call you Nacho Lieber? What's that? 
Does PA call you Nacho Lieber? Yeah. I feel like he's the kind See, of guy I think that that's where you I got it from. Nacho Lieber. Hopefully, when you guys were taking that picture, because I couldn't see, you guys weren't like putting like a big dildo by my face. Oh you... uh, yeah, well no, there's a strap. Damn it, we should have did that. Strap no, on above the TV. Just a little one. Googly no. eyes. Like oh, the, just the, Nick, to... oh. the Nickelodeon NFL production. Oh gosh. Oh my god. Ooh no. That's oh. so funny, but right. Yeah, no, it was a blast, man, and we'll have to do it again for yeah. sure. Pre- appreciate you taking the time, seriously. Yeah, well, thanks, guys, and just uh, tag me when you got when you guys um, release it, and I'll uh, I'll help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon, Ben. Thanks. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. We'll see ya. Bye. Three things you should know about attracting a cougar. They say college isn't worth the money because TikTok's free. All right, we're back. That was a blast with Ben Lieber. God, he's he's a funny guy. He said some funny shit, except for the part where he insulted the Colts, but we'll move past that. Let's be honest, Jack. He has to. They he has to. You guys would have pounded us. There we go. Game. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's what we're waiting for. Thank you. The Saint, Fuck the Saints. At least we're on the same page with that. Uh, speaking of the Super Bowl... It is Super Bowl week, even, you know, in the midst of pandemic and stuff with, you know, not all the events we get to see leading up to the Super Bowl, like Media Day. Uh, we do still have Super Bowl Sunday, this Sunday. We're going to give you our predictions. We've been predicting the playoffs since the playoffs. Playoffs? playoffs. I'm just trying to win a game. Speaking of the Colts, uh, Jim Moore, a good bit. We're uh, we're going to predict the Super Bowl. We we have predicted every other game in the playoffs. And Zane, do you have, do you have our records on how we did? I did, but someone on our sheet deleted them. I was the winner. Jake, you deleted all of our records? I did not delete all the records. It seems like I was 11 and 1. Someone was something and something. I'm just clicking back on this file over and over again until the You're like doing the command on I am. Now nothing's like, what the, who the fuck deleted that shit? What the fuck? Someone deleted shit. Well, Anyways, I, I, there's I, a mole. I, I remember at the top of my head, oh, Jake, you were 11 and 1. Yeah. You, so no matter how you do, Jake, you have won. So congratulations. You First of all, 11 and 1, did you bet it all across this place? I should have, but I yeah, didn't. Yeah, you should have put more money on it. Wow. I'm not that con- See. But if I would have betted, I would have been one in eleven. Okay. It would just been my luck. So maybe I shouldn't just bet and just do bragging right. The bragging rights bet. I was so Wags myself was nine and three. I was able to take home second place this year. Jack, you were like seven and five. I was gonna say I think I think Cam and I were both. Set. I think we predicted. Right, so you, you had seven and five, but Cam he six and six. He wanted to catch up oh, with Jake. So he yeah. he played a bold the, move. The and... conference championships fucked me because I had the Bills and the Packers, which yeah. was the complete opposite of Jake, and it's just not what happened. <laughs> So, I just I just knew that was going to happen. Though. Yeah. So, but congratulations, Cam. Jake, for winning yeah. uh, winning 10K's playoff challenge. How do you feel? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, just goes you know, in a Kirk. I feel feel it feels good. I, I I didn't I didn't expect to be here right now in this moment, but I'm 11 and one, and I uh, can't complain. I feel pretty good. So yeah. obviously, <laughs> you, buddy, what the you, fuck was that? I don't know. I the George Bush still pretty good. As soon as, soon as Jake gets a little cocky, oh, he, be, he becomes Kirk Cousins. Whenever he goes to the bar, like, and there's a bunch of girls there, he's like, "Hey, I like I'm on a page that has 30k I, followers, and, and I, I look like Kirk Cousins, and I look like Kirk Cousins." That's what he uh, no, no, I don't say I look like Kirk. People say I look like Kirk Cousins, sure. but I'm I got to be really hammered to do that because I don't like bringing that up. So, I've, like, I've seen to you, people. I've seen you do it multiple times. Yeah, but I'm really hammered so, like, when that beers. happens. So like after half a McGold, yeah, like two beers. No, Jake, it's, it's it's more like four McGoldens, a couple shots, and I'm gone. That is 
is fake news. Tequila shots is not true. It's coming soon. Uh, Coming soon. Jake, as the secure, actually the 10K decision desk did clear you as the champion. So just letting you know, it's it's been validated. Uh, What is your Super Bowl prediction? Tampa Bay versus the Chiefs. Tom Brady at home. I am taking Tom Brady and the Bucks because go Gophers, Antoine Winfield Jr. and Tyler Johnson and Tom Brady looked fucking. He looked pretty. I, I, you know, he had what a few picks in Green Bay. Other than that, he looked pretty solid. Didn't he have three I don't picks? Know. He did have three interceptions. I don't know. He still looks solid. But Tom Brady's Tom Brady. He's Tom Brady. He's going to go in the Super Bowl and so, win. He's going to win. The majority of us here are Minnesota fans. How hilarious is like the two times in the NFC Championship game where a certain team has thrown more than three picks, they've won. It's been Seattle when Russell Wilson threw, I think, four picks. And then, obviously, last week when Tom Brady threw three picks, both of the times were against the Green Bay Packers. You know, Green That's Bay funny. fans give us shit for choking all the time. But, like, they had a coaching choke last time. Oh, by how do, you not, how do you not go for the hey, touchdown? Hey, yeah. at least you guys don't choke on the biggest stage, on a bigger right, stage. Exactly. And then they choke when they played the Seahawks in that game. The guy, Brandon Bostic, went up to recover the onside kick, and it literally went through his hands. Didn't even try. Dude, so that's another. Joke. Did you guys see how he tweeted? Like, watch them still blame me. Yeah. And then was it? Is it? I uh, can't remember who it was. Brandon Bozick. Right? Yeah, Bostic, but yeah. then one of the other former Packer players, his last name is Long. T.J. Lang T- or T.J. Lang, oh, yeah. like quoted it and said, "But like whoever made the mistakes, at least they showed up and tried. Like basically yeah. just buried Brandon Bostic. Yeah. Like yeah. years later, this man. But I mean, that's his own fault. He shouldn't. Even, he shouldn't be bringing that up again. It's going to happen. Well, so correct me if I'm wrong, boys, but uh, out of the last seven years, the Green Bay Packers have been to four NFC championships and they've lost all four. Right. Sounds right. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, because they've yep. been in a Super Bowl since the year they won it, which was like what 2012 or 2011. Uh, I think it was a 2010 season. It was the year after 10, the 10, 11. Yeah, 10, 11 yeah. season. Okay. Yep. The year after my team got crushed in the Super Bowl. So right, but that that's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Like the Vikings get a lot of shit, rightfully so. I'm not saying the Vikings don't deserve. Oh yeah, they shit, deserve it. But Green Bay Packer fans, at a certain point, your Hall of Fame quarterback has to do a little bit better than this NFC Championship game. Yeah, he's won a Super Bowl, and he's obviously a great quarterback. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not who- saying that. But if you've gone – if Kirk Cousins went to the NFC Championship game four times and he never advanced past that point, can you imagine the shit he would get? Exactly. And then people love Aaron Rodgers. You know, the way people I mean, talk about him so, – No, he's a great, he's quarterback. a great quarterback. But the way people talk about him, it's like he's this five-time Super Bowl winner like Tom Brady. I mean, who else has won one Super, one Super Bowl? Trent Dilfer? I mean, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco. I mean, come on, Elite, you, by the way. And, and you and so you could easily say, like, if they start bringing that up and 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 Packers fans like, oh, well, Darren Rodgers. I'm like, well, so you're saying he's as good as Joe Flacco and Trent Dilfer. Well, no. Well, they have one Super Bowl. Also, so. let's, let's point out the fact that in Rodgers postgame interview, he said there's a lot of guys whose jobs are up in the air, including mine. Everyone's like, oh, no, it's fine. They're not going to trade Rodgers. I was like. This is a bold call, but I think that might be Rogers' like cry for help. Like, yeah, well, I really hope my job isn't secure because I need to get uh, the fuck out of here. Obviously, that blockbuster trade just happened where LA got Stafford. Uh, you know, but before that, did you guys hear that they reached out to Green Bay about the availability of Aaron Rodgers? I'm not. Yeah, I I'm not going to take like the con- speaking of conspiracy back I'm, home. I'm, I'm not going to take that train completely. But I'm also going to open myself up to the fact that I mean, so Rogers says that quote, right? And everyone's like, no, he's I'm like, no, I think that's him saying like, I kind of want to get out of here. Like, I hope my job is up in the air. I agree with that, too, because it's like he kind of just doesn't give a fuck anymore. No one's going to no one's going to let go. of Because he's right. He tried to play it off as like, well, my job isn't secure, like because I because, you know, all good things come to an end. 
But it's like, no, no that, that city's not right. going to get rid of him. Like, th- exactly. That man is the reason that that city lives. Like, he is and the heart of it. I think he knows that, but, like, he just doesn't care. Like, you saw him in the back of the truck with the case of beer. Like, he's just doing whatever the fuck Dude, he wants. Dude, and I, I retweeted that, and I said, Roger's on a truck all the way to Indianapolis. <laughs> well, and, and boys, let's be honest. You would hate that, boss man. I would fucking love it. JJ, JJ, eh. JJ, if tomorrow, let's say Kirk's unfortunate ass gets traded to the 49ers, right? And we got Rodgers. And we got Rodgers. You would not tell me you'd get a, a small yeah. erection? Yeah. A small erection, a half chub. It's a half one. Like, like I'm a little bit aroused. I don't know if I get a chub. I think I have a half chub right now after I made the Colts comment. What Cameron? I would be like full on Viagra chub if we had. Aaron See, I, 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 but yeah. but if it, it lasts longer than four hours, please contact your doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. Dude, that would that would be not. It would be the Brett Favre bit. It'd be the dude. How crazy, dude? We're on we're on the same trajectory with with Favre with Rogers. If 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 Cousins doesn't pan out in two years. Rogers will be the same fucking age as Favre was in 2010. So, oh shit! Here's the thing. It's gonna happen. Here's the yeah. thing that'll make us all happy, right? The Colts will be Aaron Rodgers' like New York Jet stop, right? They'll mm-hmm. do all right, but they won't be great. Bachman will be excited for a season. Then the next two seasons, we can enjoy Aaron Rodgers, one good and one bad, right? Or yep. to make it even better for Bossman. Wait, it'll be the wait same. a second. <laughs> no, like that. Yes. No, no, yes. listen to this. There's no, no. other. If Rodgers went to the Colts, there's no other result that comes out of that than a Super Bowl victory. You could, The Vikings fans <laughs> thought that when Brett Favre came. But yeah. that was the Vikings. The Colts have a Super Bowl under our belt. We're not cursed. <laughs> what are you doing? I just disagree. Best you, offense you in the league. Say that one with of the 100% best defenses certainty. in the league. One of the best run We're not talking about right 2021 20, Colts. We're talking about the 2024 Colts. You can't predict that. No, I'm saying he's he's uh, he was in that truck with beer. And he was on his way to Indy. I'm convinced he's still on his way here. They had to stop at a hotel, like this year, like that video that was taken three days ago. Yeah, no, it's a secret trade. Rogers is going to stay with the Packers. I have inside information that I pulled out of my ass. It's happening. Aaron Rodgers is an interdimensional alien. Even one of my group chats, there was so people are actually. I mean, there's people on the internet doing this everywhere. People are like photoshopping uh, fucking Aaron Rodgers wearing Colts gear, and I'm like, stop making me hard. It's I'm in the middle of work day. So no, you'll end up with Carson Wentz. That's just. Oh, so it's just actually, I'm a grown man, and I'll start crying. <laughs> Anyways, there was a, Carson there, Wentz. There's another. Uh, there's another part to this bit that I wanted to do. So, Jake, you did predict the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would win the Super Bowl. Uh, what was your favorite? Looking back on this NFL season, you know it was cra- crazy times, crazy year. I'm actually really proud of the NFL. We made it work for the most part. It got a little weird in the beginning there with the Patriots and the, the Steelers and the Titans. There were some outbreaks, but they made it work. What was your favorite moment of this year? Because 2020 was a weird weird, weird year, especially in the NFL. What was your favorite highlight of the 2020 NFL season? Well, there was a lot. Um, but I think the I think my highlight came out of Week 17 when Kirk did the gritty. Yep, he had to do it to stop off the season after JJ had an excellent year. He didn't make the playoffs. He did the gritty a lot, but then Kirk Cousins did it himself. And I'm like, what a fucking goon! Well, you got to celebrate what a going guy. seven to nine somehow, right? But you got to, you, you have to, man. You got to make the last game against the Lions fun in some way. You do the fucking gritty and do a weird dance. Some, you know, goony quarterback does. It's fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. And I say an honorable mention though. Yeah, it's a very basic play. It, it was, it was. It was a, a it was a notorious. I forgot what week it was, but it was a jump cut to the right 
for Dalvin Cook. But it wasn't just a jump cut to the right. It was one that I heard on the radio from the Paul Allen, the radio oh, yeah. play-by-play, play-by-play guy for the Vikings. It was just your typical juke from Dalvin Cook, but it was very special because I was listening to it on the radio, and it was just a basic run. It was just Paul Allen just saying, Dalvin Cook on the right, jump cut to the right, and he's out of bounds at the 35. And you, like, swerve a little bit because it's You're just, like, like, whoa, whoa. like, mellow talking and screaming, yeah. and you think, like, the world's ending for a second. Like, holy shit, so that one jump cut to the right in some random week, it was also stick stick yeah. out to me but the Kirk Cousins doing the gritty very cool very yep. cool yep uh Wags what do you got Super Bowl prediction plus favorite 2020 NFL moment so I have locked second place down in this little tournament that the 10k boys have had congratulations Jake again just shout out to you 11 and 1 I don't think any any of us could have done that so shout out to you appreciate it uh, appreciate your it your time has run out and one of us will take the championship next year um I have locked down second place so shout out to me I am choosing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just like I did against the Green Bay Packers last week how how do you bet against Tom Brady now I know on the opposite foot how can you bet against Patrick Mahomes but at the same time I'm a Tom Brady guy shout out to Tom Brady so I'm going with the Bucks. Um, my moment of the year it was week seven okay uh, the Giants were at uh, Philadelphia Daniel Jones okay he fucking pulls off this I'm pretty sure it was an option play but he literally takes off he's for, so fast he is so fast in fact on uh, he took off for like an 80 yard run once once he's like the 15 20 yard line he trips over himself and he falls down no one's in front of him it's an easy walking touchdown this motherfucker <laughs> he looks like Kirk Cousins falling down yeah. like, like when no one's around him it was the funniest like fucking thing I've seen all year um it was I'm pretty sure he reached uh 21.23 miles per hour which is the fastest that quarterback has run in five years well you got I remember though that Michael Scott did run further. You're right. Uh, out front in front of the office, he ran like 25 miles yeah. an hour. There may have been a car next to him, but that's the only that's the only time nope. I've seen a white human a, being run faster. It, mm-hmm. it was it was just such a. I like how you said white. It was such a white moment. Daniel, you're so white. 50 yards. No one Tumbles. in front of him. No one even 20 yards behind him. There's no one around him. He hits that like 20 yard line. And he just falls over. I've never seen anything more hilarious. Like like like. So that's my shout, shout out to Daniel Jones. Tyreek Hill is there doing backflips into the end zone while Daniel Jones just trips on his own. <laughs> he looked trying to do the like, basic running. It looked like Bradley Cooper was in the stands doing the American Sniper bit and just like <sighs> took took down Daniel Jones before he's. Oh, oh, was there gosh. any memes with that? I don't know, but or like. You know, like the Wild Wings commercials, the Eagles fans like call up Buffalo Wild Wings and, and the guy and, overtime. Oh, and the guy like turns oh, on those the old ones. The guy like turns on the sprinkler yeah. head and then he trips on it. Overtime, dude. Let's those are overtime. good commercials. We want overtime because you know everyone hates their lives after football. So it's like, let's keep the football going. All I want to say to Daniel Jones is thank you for doing that before Kirk Cousins has done that because we know it's going to happen in Kirk's career. <laughs> We well, know he's gonna he, get a, he's gonna Daniel get a, Jones just beat him to it. He did. So when Kirk does it, we can all be we'll like, be new. it's not that bad because Daniel Jones has done it before. Yeah, well, I feel like that would happen to Kirk because he's the kind of guy like Daniel Jones. Like, shit, I'm this open? Holy fuck, I forgot how to run. Yeah, I swear Boom, that, it, legs, feet, motion. Damn it. Six or seven times this year, <laughs> Kirk Cousins has tripped over his own center. I can't just, just I can't imagine yeah. him getting a little bit of open field. I can't. Yeah, that's like the epitome Shit, I have 50 Kirk. yards? I don't even know. I, I'm fine with him. Scram- like, he actually scrambled for five, ten yards okay this year. That's all we need from him. Don't give him 50 yards. No. He's going to hey, fuck something we up. He's going to fumble tweeting, the football we or throw an interception somehow. Kirk Jackson. Uh, Vanilla Vic. Vanilla Vic. Mahomes. Like, He's Michael Vick! Like Kirk Mahomes. Like, just, yeah, it's shit. A few of that shit went out, but it was good and good fun. I love Kirk Cousins, but that's totally a Kirk Cousins that's, move up to do. Yeah. It's in his future. Cam, Cam, what do you got? You're Super oh, Cameron Dantzler. Let's respect, let's respect the rankings. You finished third, boss man. 
We, I think you should go. Well, third. I was being a nice host, but no, you're going third. Cam's last, so he's last. Yeah, I wanna, exactly. I don't want to. Okay, you know what? He's producer. He can go last. That was what I was trying to avoid. Anyways, damn it! Damn it! Prediction. Damn it! Chiefs. Wait. By the way, by me going in, by me going in front of Cam, that's disrespecting myself. If I were Why? to let him go first, Why? because I took third. That doesn't make sense. That just yeah, I, it, doesn't it, make if, sense. If you if took third. If we're going from first to fourth, and we, L- listen, we've, we've honored the system. We don't, we don't, we don't discriminate anybody here. Wait, what? We why, could all why be is the that host. Disclaimer here. <laughs> we look, we're we're all hosts on this thing. Okay, when you say oh, you're the host, you, you offend weeks, me. So. You might trigger people who aren't hosts on a podcast. I haven't seen you in two weeks, so burn. Listen, exactly. So I three weeks. It's been a few weeks. Oh, but listen, listen. The, it might be people that want to host a podcast, but they can't. So when you say you're host and you can't go, you're The going Sharks last. survive. Cam, all right, I'll go. Yes. Uh, I'm picking the Chiefs, purely for gambling reasons. I have a futures bet on them at Diamond Joe's Sports Booking in uh, Iowa. Not a sponsor yet. Yet. That would actually Diamond be Joe? That would be a dope sponsor because we're, we do plan on making like regular. Damn in, it. Until, uh, until Carla Bigham. Uh, passes that le- legislation. We do plan on making monthly trips to Diamond Joe's. We've committed to that as a company. Um, so not a sponsor yet, but I do have a futures bet with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. I also think that Tyreek Hill is not a human being. He is a life hack. He's someone out of Madden 99, like 99 skill level. He's insane. Uh, also, let's point out the fact that Travis Kelsey is amazing. Patrick Mahomes is incredible. It's hard to go against them, although I do want to say it's going to be a good game. It's hard to go against Brady in the playoffs, but I just like I like the Chiefs better. Boss man, congratulations on finishing third this year. Well, yeah, thanks. Three out of four. I'm really fucking happy. Uh, my best moment of the year was Lamar Jackson shitting himself. He <laughs> played it off as cramps, but Lamar, we can see right past it. We know when people are hurt on the sideline that that blue medical tent is about 400 yards closer than the than the tunnel. So. Obviously, we know, too, that that blue tent doesn't have a toilet in it, so you're not fooling anybody. You had to shit, and it happened, and let's just accept it and move past it. I love how he, like, tweeted, I didn't shit emoji myself. It's like, well, yeah, you did. If you have to tweet that out, you, you've shat yourself. Yep. Let's be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone who didn't shit themselves wouldn't tweet that out. Exactly. Like, so, like, it's one of those things where you're guilty, so you have to try to, like, cover it up. Cover it up. So you, exactly. you have to cover, if you didn't do it, then you wouldn't have typed anything like, I'm a right. fucking, who cares? Right. So you guys get it. I'm glad. So, it's a, yeah. Uh, let's go, Chiefs. It's the Red Kingdom. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Go, Gophers. No, they do that bit too. It's not just Florida State. No, they don't do that. Anymore. Stop. They are in Florida though. Where Tampa Bay home <laughs> field is. Oh, I thought he was talking about That's... Kansas City. I was going to say no, Jake. no, 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 no. The, the Super Bowl is in Florida. Where Tampa Bay's team, Tampa Bay's home stadium is. So that's that that chant will go with them a little bit. Well, and technically, Jake. As alumni of the Gophers, if Tyler Johnson and Winfield Jr. win a Super Bowl, that's technically a Super Bowl for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Because yes. Because they were that stepping stone from high school. They the will be the first college football team just, to ever well, win just, a Super Bowl. Just like how <laughs> <laughs> what? Just, just like how the Lakers winning the NBA championship, previously owned Correct. by Minnesota, founded, wait, were they founded in Minnesota or the Lakers? Yes. So that yeah, was actually our championship as well. We it was. A portion of that. We should put a banner up in the Target Center saying informal... 
champions <laughs> they just of have the a NBA. Lakers banner in the Target oh. Center. Oh, well, there's 12 oh, people. Kind of. Jake, I, obviously, we're only going to talk about NFL shit one more time this year, and that's going to be after the Super Bowl, right? So I just I have to get this question off my chest, okay? <laughs> we get Kirk Cousins into the studio. He's sitting where Boss Man is sitting right now. He, he turns to you slightly, gives you a little kiss on the cheek, and he moves to your lips. Do you accept it? <laughs> Are you stopping? Uh, Are you stopping, uh, Kurt? I, I don't think I can at that point. Exactly. Can I? I don't think I can. Well, it's basically like him or kissing I, I a mirror. I can't stop. Right? Yeah, so he's like, oh, I'm just kissing a mirror right now. So I'm kissing myself. Oh, oh see, my God. but can you imagine? We're going to miss I, football. See, that's just cringy to think about because Kirk would never do that. But that's you just so do weird. Your Kirk impersonation, you could be like, oh, well, now I'm Julie. Can I be Julie? <laughs> he'd be like, I'm, he'd be like, I've never seen a, I've never seen impersonation myself, but I'm fully torqued right now. Uh, I am, I am fully torqued more than ever in my life. Hey, it's socially acceptable if it's like a twin, right? Yes. Okay, thank you for clarifying. So he's probably a sibling, so, so it's like whatever. You're allowed to make out with your brother. Oh, Damn, it. Okay. Damn it! Damn it! Jesus Christ! Well, there's a lid for every pot. I'm putting. Age <laughs> Osmus is coming back in the studio. He's got to get back in here. He is getting back in here, so yes. we can address the sister stuff. Yes. All right. Um, let's pass it to Cam. Cam, as the person who took fourth place out of four. Although I still think, though, that Cam's record was probably better than like the first yeah. place person at Fox. So let's point out that <laughs> as well, because they suck at predicting. They're terrible. For guys who get paid a lot to talk about football, they do not go to predict They're terrible. Games. But Cam, what do you got? Super Bowl prediction and your favorite moment of the 2020 season. So first... Those numbers are skewed because, like, I tried to go opposite Jake just to like get a one up. I See, that's an excuse, but you still paid that pick, exactly. Right? I'm just saying, like, it, it might be different. But numbers a number. I've <laughs> went against, <laughs> I've went against the Chiefs all playoffs, and I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna pick the Bucks a lot. I've seen some people say like this is Tom Brady passing the baton onto Mahomes, and I just think the old man still has one more in him. And bold prediction, homer prediction: Antoine Winfield gets MVP because he gets a pick six in crunch time. But so I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Jake's um, pants just got tight. <laughs> but not standing up. Bet, not standing up right moment, now. My favorite moment of the year. I'm gonna go with the feel good bit. Uh, it's Alex Smith coming back. Um, mm, yeah, he got his leg obliterated. He actually like he was gonna turn into John Creasel. Um, See, Creasel would appreciate wow. that bit. So don't wow. come after us for that. But, yeah. He's, yeah, been so, on, he's been on the podcast. Yeah. He's been on the bit. That episode, it's a bit. He does He does make a likes joke on himself. So Damn it. But yeah, he he's was joking. like playing half robot all year, and he made it through the whole year, and he really didn't play that bad. So that that was my favorite story, and he has a really hot wife, so that's another addition oh, to that. And he'll be that's back. That's a bonus point. Well, yeah, I mean, we're going to miss football. I know this goes full circle to Zane's bit. Um, you know, no more football. We're done. I don't know what we're going to do. For the rest of our time, I mean, it's terrible enough that we're in the middle of this pandemic with not a lot going on, and you go to Minneapolis and it's dead there, you know, for other reasons, and then now we don't have football or anything, and it's winter to add on top of it. I mean, we're really testing our minds. Hey, if there's a time to become an alcoholic, it's now. That's just all I'm saying. You, you act like there's no other sports around, right? The NFL is well, big. No, we we the got the NHL. We, we, the March Madness actually, will be I'm back up. I'm not going to mention the Timberwolves. No, they're irrelevant. But we got the Wild. We got NHL. We got... March Madness coming yeah, up in Gopher March. Basketball's cr- crushing it. Yeah. Uh, okay, they're gonna make the tournament. I'm, they're like a Baylor going down to fifty percent. But that's impressive for the Gophers. It's not the NIT, so Andrew, we can call it crushing what? it. If all your sports teams let you down, there's always heroin, right? And yes, porn. there is. And porn. There's always and porn. porn. We I think we do. I think we should, Wisconsin. should we start uploading our clips to Pornhub? Do you think I think we should. Good? So, <laughs> a quick side note on that. I don't know how I know this, but there's a guy that 
does work on his Subaru, and he posts all the videos to Pornhub, and they get That's like thousands awesome. of views. Dude, some of the top comments on some of my the most Subaru. popular videos on Pornhubs are like recipes and stuff. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's like the next YouTube. No, I'm kidding. It will be. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts of this episode before we close her down? Yeah, I think uh, we should upload Ben Lieber saying that he would uh, destroy um, the Colts in the Super Bowl in 2009, and we should. Uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings player fucks Colts fan because I think he <laughs> fucked you right there. Yeah. And, and you admitted it. You we admit, don't know, but but though it's the Vikings, Vikings won the, the Super Bowl, Bowl. so right. anything could right. happen. But but you got to think. I, I get that. But if the Vikings made it to the Super Bowl, that means they overcame some sort of weird shit in some capacity. You know, it's funny too. We beat the Jets to get in that game, which is funny now. But Mark Sanchez, they, they were a decent team back then. But like now that I say that out loud, it's kind of funny. God, can you yeah, can you imagine Mark Sanchez back to back AFC can, Championship? Can games? you imagine? If the Vikings had to play the fucking Jets to get to the Super Bowl, no, we get the cheating Saints. Like you guys had the easy road. We, well, Vikings had fu- the Jets were a good team that year. They this was the Saints. This was a different year. But Vikings, Vikings literally shot themselves in the foot. They had like five or six fumbles in that game. They still managed to go to overtime and almost win. And if we would play the Jets, we would. Jesus Christ! Let's stop time out. It's the right. it rough year for everyone in the room. I just want to say, like, like as a Minnesota fan, it was pretty cool to get like an inside look of what that. Yeah, no, that yeah, was sweet. That was sweet. Uh, game was like, ben was an awesome for guy. sure. This was a great episode. We want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of It's a Bit. You can uh, read all of our blogs, buy our buy our clothes online. We now have logo shirts in purple and yellow, Ben Lieber's colors, uh, maroon and gold, Jake's colors. Uh, the baby blue and red for twins, and then the wild kind of wild colors. It's more of the St. Patrick's Day colors. It's the St. Patty's Day thing coming up. Colors, right? It's a shirt. It to, is. Yeah, well, it's a shirt to get drunk and throw up on. Uh, Fifteen dollars sure. on our website, as well as the the Kaprizov Soviet Savior shirts are available too. So that's all. Along with our blogs, 10ktakesmn.com. You guys can find us on any social media platform, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, just search 10,000 takes or 10k takes. Uh, and that's really it. There's all there is to it. Um, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of It's a Bit, and we'll see you all later. Peace. Peace.